Welcome back into high school baseball here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. A couple days ago, we watched the United Red Storm baseball squad win their first regional in school history. They're back on the field today taking on the Camp Point Central Panthers in a Class 1A sectional semifinal. The winner will move on to Friday night's regional championship, or excuse me, sectional championship. And uh, should uh, United win, be right back here on Friday. First things first, though, it's the United Red Storm at 20-2, and two, the Camp Point Central Panthers at 11 and six. We'll talk about how they got here in just a minute. I'm Sean Temple, alongside Thomas Woody, Mammoth College baseball graduate. How you doing, Thomas? Doing great today. Ready to watch some good baseball. Got perfect weather for it, so excited for it. Exactly. I couldn't. Uh, you know, I like the heat. I, I yeah. all the time on the morning show. I don't mind it too hot, man. Yeah, it's, you, you like it hot as a baseball player. The hotter it is, the the better it feels to hit. So, so excited to see it. Uh, you got a chance to watch this United Red Storm Ball Cup play the other night. Looked looked pretty good. Jumped out jumped out of the gates early. Yeah, absolutely. Hits the ball really well and uh, starts with the middle of that order. Obviously, Aiden Martin's at the top gets on a lot, and then you got guys like Drew Brown and Cormac Quinn behind him who can really really hit the ball. That is a that is a really really strong upper part of the order. Absolutely. And then and then you look down at the bottom and you got some 300 averages down there as well. There is no weakness here. Absolutely. Looking at some of these averages, you're looking at. A uh, 500 hitter, a 456 hitter, and then down near the bottom, 417 and 317. I mean, the nine hitters hitting 317 down there. So um, there's a reason they've won 20 games and they're uh, playing for a sectional final appearance today. You look at that team batting average of 395. That's already impressive. But then you look down to pitching. Their team ERA for pitching is 123. Yeah, incredible, um, incredible. Obviously, like I said, 20 and two on the year, and there's a reason for that. Um, Hoping they can put together another good game today. Camp Point Central pitches it pretty well, too. A team ERA at 290, not quite the batting average as the uh, United Red Storm at 288. They're going to try to keep the score low, try to win with some small ball, I'm guessing, today. Yeah, looking at two guys who uh, really do it at the offensive end and um, at the pitching end for them, Peyton Clampett and, and Blake Eiler, they're both averages in the, in the high 400s, and then both of them the, the main inning beaters as well, so... Um, expect big things from them today as well. Should be a good ball game. I got a chance to talk to head coach of the United Red Storm, Ryan Bullock, on the pregame show. We'll come back with my interview with Ryan Bullock here in 30 seconds. You're listening to United Red Storm Baseball on Sunny 97.7 WMOI. Back here on Sunny 97.7 WMOI, United Red Storm Baseball pregame show. Joining me here on the pregame show, I got head coach of the Red Storm, Mr. Ryan Bullock. Coach, how are we doing on such a beautiful day for baseball? Good, Sean. Baseball is meant to be played on days like today. <laughs> a little warm, but I like it a little warm. I mean, baseball's played in the summer. What do you want? Absolutely. Uh, first of all, congratulations, Coach, on the first regional championship for uh, United Red Storm uh, baseball history since the consolidation way back in 2004, 2005. Um, I know it means a lot to you. It means a lot to the players. It means a lot for the fans. Uh, program-wise, man, uh, what's it mean? Uh, I mean, I think, uh, like I told you on Monday, right, we've, we've – uh, we've been close, but we haven't been able, we hadn't been able to take that next step. And, uh, you know, we did that. We did that on Monday, so um, here's to the next step, right? Right, exactly, and I know you probably 15 minutes after the ball game, well, maybe 20 minutes after the ball game, you were looking forward to uh, uh, what you had here on Wednesday. Can't point central. What do you know about the Panthers? Uh, well, Jordan Tenhouse, a coach, is a friend of mine from Illinois College, so I know that uh, they are going to be well coached. I know that they're going to be fundamentally sound, and I know that they are going to be ready to play today. Yeah, what, uh, what, I'm sure you had a little, maybe a little scout there the other night against Jacksonville Route or maybe seen some, some stats or something. What, what, what do they do well? Uh, just like we said, fundamentally sound. Uh, they got pitcher we're going to see tonight, Eiler, who throws strikes, righty. Um, we'll be ready. 
give you just a chance to talk about the job that Toby Turnquist did on Monday, uh, going the full distance and getting getting things done. Yeah, Toby was uh, Toby was awesome on Friday, and he deserved uh, Monday, and he he deserved every bit. Of, he deserved every bit of that. I'm glad he was able to start. I'm glad he was a- able to finish. I'm happy for him. But uh, Nolan Leffler's got the same opportunity today. I uh, texted him this morning, and I said, "Hey, this is uh, this is the day that you were wearing a mask in February, thrown in the gym at 6 a.m." That's, well, that's today. That's a that's a great that's a great point. And Nolan said. That's right. <laughs> I, I, I doubt that not one bit from Nolan. Uh, offense got also a great start. Something you've done, you climbed off the bus or jumped in the dugout all year long. Uh, well, you know, to be honest with you, it starts with the dugout, right? Um, our dugout was was locked in and dialed in, and you know that when our dugout's in a game like that, it's hard for other teams to handle. And we talk about setting the tone, whether that's at practice or whether it's a, it's in a game, and we need to do that today. We need to we need to be good in the top half of the first inning, and then we need to set the tone with our bats in the bottom half. What was the, what was the approach you guys took the other night? Same, same approach we always have, just hunting fastballs, hunting fastballs, dropping barrels. What's, uh, what's the approach going to be today? Same. <laughs> same. Uh, you know, we, we thought, based on our scout, maybe we thought, you know, we could change some things up here and there, but why? Why should we do that? We're uh, we're going to play our game. We're going to do what we do well, and uh, good Lord willing, the... Uh, the outcome will take care of itself. I know this is a fundamentally sound ball club. I've seen you work this program in the summer and do the little things that need to be done. Put a little small ball towards the end when you need Maybe you need to scratch out an extra run or two. The deeper you get in the postseason, that's going to be more and more important. And I think you guys got a handle on that. Yeah, I mean, early, uh, I, you know, I'm not telling, giving away any trade secrets here, but baseball is, is pretty simple, right? You play for the big inning early and then you trying add runs late and that's what that's what we're going to try and do that's what Kent Blunt's going to try and do everybody we get we play from here on out is going to try and do that so uh, if we need to uh, if we need to punt and kick guys over we'll do it if we need to, to put some cricket numbers on the board we'll do it uh, the nature of playoff baseball right another nice game uh, defensively too that's just as important as playing small ball yeah yeah we had one I thought we had one uh, one one bad uh, one bad half inning and you know the deeper you go in the playoffs you got to limit those so uh, valuing the baseball will definitely be at a premium I'm playing long ball a little bit. will help that uh, help that one bat any one. Uh, you know, as long as we <laughs> score runs, I don't care how we get them. All right, tell me what uh, Nolan Leffler brings to the table for the folks that haven't heard Nolan pitch or seen Nolan pitch. Uh, he's got three he throws three pitches for a strike. Um, he'll try and get ahead with his fastball, which is uh, pretty good velo wise, and then he'll mix in a changeup and then a curveball. He calls it a slider, but it's really more it's more just a hard hard curveball, and then uh, he'll mix in a change too. So. Um, you know he's gonna. We know that he's he's the he's the guy. He's the guy. He'll, he'll, he's the guy for us. He's a battler, man. Oh, he's he's a proxy guy for sure. <laughs> All right, coach. Good luck. Thank you. Head coach Ryan Muller with the United Red Storm here on the pregame show. We'll be back. Welcome back to United High Schools. We get set for the opening pitch of this sectional semifinal game in Class 1A. United has taken the field. They'll be the home team on the scoreboard. The Camp Point Central Panthers. The up first, they'll be the visitors on the scoreboard. Let's uh, set the stage here with the defense for the United Red Storm in the outfield from left to right. Left fielder, number five, A.J. Jinks. In center field, number four, Colin Jinks. And in right field, number 11, Derek Sargent. Your infield from third to first, third baseman, number two, Drew Brown. Shortstop, number three, Aiden Parkins. Second baseman, number eight, John Smith. And at first base, number 14, Toby Turnquist. He got the start, the win on Monday for the Red Storm. Behind the plate. 
Corbett Quinn, solid, solid catcher for the United Red Storm. And on the mound, number 12, Nolan Leffler. What's Nolan Leffler's stats of broadcast partner today? Thomas Whitty. Yeah, Nolan Leffler, 33.1 innings pitched this year. He started uh, seven games, 6-0 on the season with a 1.89 ERA. So um, outstanding stats for the junior left-hander. He's going to try to keep this Camp Point Central offense in check, and it'll be let off by a pretty solid Peyton Clampett hitting 443 on the season. That's second best for the Panthers. We're ready to go here. Sectional semifinal action on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Left-hander Nolan Leffler's first pitch up in the zone. Might have been in just a little bit. We're underway. Yeah, and one of the impressive things about Leffler as well, getting back to it, 33.1 innings pitch. He's got 48 Ks there, so... uh, Pretty good number there. Yeah, just about uh, booted by the shortstop, Aiden Bargains, and the routine ground ball is going to lead to a leadoff base runner for the Camp Point Central Panthers. Might be a little jitters. Yeah, yeah, Parkins has been solid fielding all year. Um, I think that's his fourth error now on the season, but uh, those jitters obviously in a sectional semifinal game, it's winner go home time. Uh, we'll see the head coach Jordan Tenhouse for the Camp Point Central Panthers. Coach Denhouse, very successful program. Here squares the bunt right back to Nolan Leffler. Play's going to have to go to first. Makes the play. Runner moves down to second in the scoring position for the Panthers. Good bunt right out of the gate for Camp Point Central. Yeah, playing for one run here seemingly right out of the gate. Shows you what they think today off, off pitching again or hitting against Leffler. Well, I mean, you, you had a successful high school baseball career. You had a successful college career. I mean, the deeper you go in any postseason, you got to be able to do the little thing. Yeah, and a, a lot of these uh, playoff games will be won by one or two runs and typically in a low scoring as well. So uh, we'll see how it goes today. Slow curveball. First pitch to Blake Eiler. He's the pitcher for Camp Point Central. Foul off down the first baseline. Eiler on the season, having a pretty nice season as well for the Camp Point Central Panthers. Eiler batting 483, that's tops. Ground ball, dribbler just past the pitcher, coming up to make the play is Drew Brown across the diamond, gets the out, big play by Drew Brown. Runner moves to third. Great play there by Brown. I mean, throwing on the run there and able to make the play off the bat seemed like that might be one of those infield singles, but a great play by the senior. One of the first guys over congratulating him to shortstop Hayden Park and hopefully maybe kind of pick him up here. <laughs> that brings up cleanup hitter Dylan Dickut. Dickut is averaging 286. He's got 20 RBIs on the season. That's second on the ball club. Trying to give the Panthers an opening lead. High for ball one. That's only the one, two, three, four, five, six pitch for Leffler here in this first inning being economical. Yeah, you can tell Camp Point Central's uh, strategy today, attack early on Leffler. Leffler's pitch. Catches that outside corner. Big looping curveball in there for a strike. Backdoor curveball there on Dickhut. Dylan at the plate. Is, I'm guessing probably his brother Keaton on deck. Single right between first and second. We have the first score of the ball game as Dickhut comes through with an RBI single. And brings home Clayton Clamp- or Peyton Clampin. First run of the ball game. one nothing Panthers. Nice little inside-out swing there on a fastball, able to punch it through on the line between first and second. And like you said, striking first in a playoff game gets all the momentum towards your team. Unearned run there on the board for the Camp Point Central Panthers. Going to bring up Keaton Dickon. He fouls one off down the first baseline. Keaton on the season, hitting 286. Dylan was hitting uh, 279. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Keaton that's got the 20 RBI. It's not... Uh, uh, Dylan. Pitch on the way from Leffler. Off the outside edge. The plate on the right-handed hitting Dickut. Keaton. One and one to count. 
two away here in the top of the first inning, one up the Panthers. Taking advantage of an early error by the Red Storm. Swung on and missed. Another big loop and curveball in there by, by uh, Leffler. Yeah, using that curveball a lot here early on. And a couple of the Panthers hitters have been able to sit on it, but Dick not able to do it there. 1 2 pitch, Leffler heading the count. Chopped right back at Nolan. Takes the play. Sticks the glove up over his head and uh, falls right in the glove to end the inning. That's, uh, that's a good way to take a little momentum into the dugout. Yeah, that fastball is almost over the head of Dick out there, but uh, the line drive caught by Leffler on a line, and, and what a play by the pitcher there to get him out of the inning and now get, get to the bat. One run, one hit, there was one error, and one runner left on for the Camp Point Central Panthers here in the south of the first inning, but they do take the one nothing lead. United never trailed in their, their uh, regional championship win on Monday. Led from wire to wire, got a nice early lead, three-run home run by Cormick Flynn, got them on the board, and then just kind of rode that out. Got a little close there at 4-2, and then a big three-run inning late in the game by United. Uh, with the success, you talked about the success this, this uh, group has had in basketball. Yeah. You have a lot of success, man. You develop that killer instinct. Right, and a lot of these guys, obviously, like you said, had success in the past, and that, that just transfers over in sports, especially in high school sports. A lot of these guys play in both sports, so... Um, Hopefully here they can get back on the board here in the first or later in the game, and um, we'll see what happens here. Defense four, the Camp Point Central Panthers in the outfield from left to right. Left fielder number 18, Mason Miller. In center field, number 10, Peyton Clampett. And in right field, number 20, Dylan Dickhut. The infield, on third baseman, number 8, Carter Eiler. Shortstop, Stephen Miller. Second baseman, Connor Griffin. And at first base, Keaton Dickhut. The battery for the Panthers this afternoon. Behind the plate, Cole Peterson. And on the mound, Blake Eiler, what kind of stats are we looking at for Blake Eiler? Yeah, Eiler on the year, 34 innings pitched. He started six games, uh, pitched in nine of them, three and two on the season with a 2.06 ERA and 57 strikeouts in those 34 innings. Looking like he's throwing pretty hard as well in the warm-up. Aiden Parkins will try to set the table here for the Red Storm. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good velocity on that first pitch. Outside on the right-handed hitting Aiden Parkins, right-handed pitching Blake Eiler. 1-0 pitch, quickly here. Parkins rips it down the third base line. Got the ball up in the zone, and Aiden jumped all over it. Yeah, it's hitting fastball there uh, 100% of the way there for Parkins, and he just ripped that one foul. Aiden hits 394 on the season. Does have a couple of home runs. Her ball stays up in the zone. Ball two, two and one. Yeah, pretty good velo there for uh, for uh, Island. Taking for a strike. Strike two on Aiden Parkins. Two and two the count. Parkins trying to get himself aboard. 494 OBP. Pretty good out of the meet-off hole. Popped up on the infield. Pitcher Blake Eiler calling for him and makes the play. Don't normally see that on any any level above probably the high school level. The pitcher calling everybody off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this level, sometimes the pitcher's the best athlete out there. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, and Blake looks like a pretty good athlete. Yeah, nice pitch there by Eiler, too. Kind of buzzed him with that inside fastball. Tough to turn on that inside fastball, two strikes. Brings up Drew Brown, the senior. Fouls one down the first baseline and out of play. That's on Drew Brown, hitting right at 500. Raises average, had a nice game the other night. Raises average up to 500 on the season. Got, uh, he is second on the ball club, tied with three others with eight doubles. Got a couple triples and a couple homers. A little pop in the bat. Ground ball right back to Eiler. He'll throw the first for the second out. So far, it's all Blake Eiler. 
That brings up the three hitter, Cormac Flynn, which if, if you're any opponent of uh, the United Red Storm, you can't relax after that, you get those first two guys out. Oh, we got the first two out because those three, four, five hitters in this lineup are dangerous. Absolutely. The averages are way up there, and you can tell when you see them hit that uh, they all can, can hit the ball. Their ball stays up in the zone on Cormac Flynn. He gets ahead 1 0. Looking quickly, strike two. Taken for a strike by Flynn. We get heat on that. Yeah, looking like a nice curveball, fastball mix so far from Heiler. And he's he's been pounding the strike zone. Curveball this time up over the head of the ducking Cormick Flynn. So he's at the count 2 1. And Cormick having just a fantastic year following a fantastic basketball season at 492. Here, if I was straight back up over the top of our broadcast location, even the count at 2 2, a two way bottom of the first inning, 1 nothing. Camp Point Central. Flynn, 26 RBIs. That's tops on the ball club. And he does have a home run. His first home run of the season the other night. I would have guessed he would have had about four or five by now. Yeah, and he hit that one really hard. I mean, just barely cleared the fence, but it was on a line and very nice swing. Reaches out and fouls off the 2-2 pitch down the first baseline. Count remains 2-2. Eiler. Strikeout wise, it was 57 and 34. Yeah. Too bad. Move over. Strikeout and inning. Yep. Taking for a ball. Do that bat working here by Cormac Flynn. This will be the seventh pitch. That officially makes it a quality AB. <laughs> Quab is what Jack Thompson was calling it the other night. Pop foul. See if it stays in play. Catcher's giving it a look. He's got a play. Now it's going to fall just on the other side of the the uh, screen back here behind the plate. Yeah, always good to get that pitch count up in the first inning if you can. And As you said, seven pitches, now eight pitches for Cormac Flynn and this at that. Um, and really really stretching out those those pitches for Isla. Parkin's seen five. Dude Brown was a little, little more aggressive, but yeah. He's going to throw more pitches than the, than the uh, Leffler did. Foul ball down the left field line. He stays in play. It's going to drift out of play too. Nice at bat here by yeah, we've seen three or four fastballs in a row now from Eiler. We'll see uh, with the 3-2 count if he goes with that curveball, if he has enough confidence in it to get it over for a strike. But right now, Flynn doing a nice job fouling off that, that hard fastball. Just three strikeouts and 76 plate appearances for Cormick. And just stays up in the zone. I know Eiler kind of gave a look there. That was close. That was border Yeah, tried the curveball there and left it just a little bit up, and that brings up Turnquist. Toby, he can hit a gap at any point in time. And I know Cormick can run, too, so it'd be interesting to see maybe if they get Flynn in motion here with Turnquist up. He's going to score on a double anyway. In the dirt, good read by Cormick Flynn. Didn't get too far away from the catcher, but the read gets him down to second base. Yeah, I'll probably go with a base runner. Yeah, I'll probably go with a wild pitcher pass ball, but as you said, Flynn with 20 steals on the year to just one caught stealing, so he'll be in motion early and often. Tying run in scoring position now with two away. 1-0 count on Turnquist. Pitch from Eiler in the dirt. Nice save by Peterson behind the plate. Really nice save there. I'd kind of yeah. say maybe pitching around a little bit, Toby, here, because he wasn't nearly that uh, that uh, that wild with the, the previous three hitters. Back-to-back good stops by Peterson, as you said. It's, I mean, a 1,000 fielding percentage for a catcher at the high school level is just a fantastic mark. Another one down and in, taking for ball three. Now, if you're Coach Smollett, 
I know the game of baseball's changed since my days back in the day. Oh, they're gonna put him on. They're gonna put Toby on with the intentional pass. I was gonna say, do you give Toby the green light here? And I think maybe Coach Tenhouse of Camp Point Central says I'm not gonna take a chance of him having the green light on a three open. Yeah, you don't want the four hitter seeing that fastball right down the middle and uh, not a bad move there to get to the five-hitter Jinx. Colin Jinx having a fantastic season. He went through, I think it was a week straight, three or four ball games where he did not make it out. <laughs> he was like, I don't know, like 11 for 12. and It, it was amazing. 11 to 12 uh, plate appearances with a walk, 11 hits with a walk or something. Now he pops up to the second baseman on the first pitch and caught four and out. Kind of surprising that Colin would be hacking at the first one after three Technically four pitches there, but gave him the green light, I guess. Yeah, nice pitch there by Eiler, and he gets out of the first unscathed. Pitch count a little bit up, but, but no runs on the board. No runs, no hits, no errors, and two runners left on base here. After one full inning of play, it is the Camp Point Central Panthers 1, the United Red Storm 0 here on Sunday 97.7. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Back here at United High School. Coming to the plate will be the Camp Point Central Panthers. They took advantage of an early miscue by the Red Storm to jump out to a one nothing lead. That's uh, what you got to do here in the postseason, take advantage of opponents' mistakes, whether it's offensively or defensively. Absolutely, and, and one run uh, we know can be the difference here, and obviously Camp Point Central off to that good start here and playing the second inning now. It'll be Nolan, uh, we got uh, the here. It will be the six, seven, eight hitters for the Camp Point Central Panthers. Cole Peterson, the designated hitter, Roman Hadcock, and Carter Island. Leading off will be Cole Peterson. Takes the ball just off the outside edge to plate. That call was a strike. Of course, you were here the other night. That call was a strike all night long. It was almost to the white chalk in the batter's box. Absolutely, and obviously umpires can have different zones, and you just got to find it out early and, and then stick with it. So, swung right over the top of the pitch by Peterson on pitch two, one and one to count on Cole Peterson, hitting 146 on the season. Swung on a miss, four strike two. Yeah, couldn't catch up to that fastball here. We'll see if uh, Leffler decides to go back to that fastball one more time. Yeah, Peterson uh, only hit 146. I don't think I'd mess around too long. I'd come right after him, and he did. Blows it right by him. Strikeout swinging on Peterson. The first strikeout for Nolan Leffler today. First out of the top of the second for the Panthers. That'll bring up the seven-hitter, the designated hitter, Roman Adcock. 217 on the season for the Panthers. Hitting for the left fielder, Mason Miller. First pitch from Leffler. Ground ball to the second baseman. Again, pretty aggressive here. Round out 4-3 for scoring at home for out number two in the second inning. Yeah, looking at I mean, looking at the bottom of this lineup here, looking at a lot of averages that I mean, obviously aren't desirable. Two seventeen there and and one forty six for for Peterson. So uh, maybe Leffler can get some some nice quick outs and get it back to the United offense. Carter either digging in out of the eight hole, the third baseman for Camp Point Central, up and in on Eiler for ball one. Carter hitting on the season. Carter is hitting one sixty three. Averages drop a little bit after about yep. six hitter for Camp Point Central. Foul straight back, one and one. They have certainly lived this season on that pitching staff for sure. Yeah, Clampett and Eiler, and I think them at the plate as well. Um, we'll, we'll see how they can do this afternoon, but um, both averages north of the 400 marker are pretty impressive. One one pitch, stays outside. Four ball two, two and one. Yeah, pretty nice curveball there. Must have just missed off the outside edge. 
try to bring that thing in the back door there. Two one fouled straight back by Euler. That evens the count at two two. And I think the whole key for Camp Point Central, at least looking at their lineup, is to try to get the bottom guys to maybe set the table a little yep. bit any way you can, get on base and roll that baby back around. Yep. Two two pitch on the way. Grounded foul at the plate. It's going to dribble towards the Camp Point Central dugout on the third base side. Just 12 pitches in the first inning for Nolan Leffler. Reasonably economic here in the second inning as well. Pitch on the way. Swung on this. That's strike three. Might have got a little piece of it, but Cormac Flynn snatches it behind the plate. One, two, three for the Camp Point Central Panthers. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no runners left on base. After an inning and a half, it's Camp Point Central 1, United 0. We'll be back here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. Welcome back to high school baseball coverage here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. As we get ready for the bottom of the second inning, it will be the 6-7-8 hitters for the United Red Storm. It'll be Nolan Waffler, the pitcher for the Red Storm. Carter DeMuth, the designated hitter, and John Smith. See if they get stuff going here at the bottom of the order. Roll back around to that dangerous top. Of course, they're kind of dangerous. We just talked about the pregame games. They're dangerous all the way through. Yeah, Waffler uh, hitting 340 with a 470 OVP. I think leads the team in walks as well, so. We'll see if he can continue to get that pitch count up for Eiler here and uh, hopefully get him out of the ball game at some point. Ball one, two left, they're missing away. 21 pitches unofficially by my count in the first inning for Blake Eiler. And this is up high with this one. So a little, uh, a little all over the place since the Turnquist at bat. Did get Colin Jenks to swing the first pitch to top out, but a little while since the long at bat by Flynn, really. Yeah, just 19 walks on the season. I mean, uh, in 34 innings, that's not too bad. So um, we'll see if he can find that zone again as he did on that pitch. Two and one, two. Nolan Leffler pitch on the way. That's the high fastball. Get by him. Three and one. Three one pitch working quickly is Eiler. Gets the strike. That's a good pitch right there from from Eiler. Nothing anybody's gonna do with that pitch right there, man. Yeah, good fastball velocity today from Eiler. And in the same spot as Leffler goes down swinging, that was identical to the strike two. I mean, right at the knees on the outside corner with a little heat on it. Yeah, nice pitch there again for Myler. Probably one you should protect on there if you're Leffler, but uh, perfect pitcher's pitch. Digging in will be one of the three seniors for United, Carter DeMuth, the designated hitter. Transferred in from Sherrard High School after his sophomore season. He's looking up by ball one to DeMuth up and in. Was looking forward to joining a pretty solid ball club for United last year. I mean, really solid last year. And of course, uh, COVID nineteen hit and a chance to play. I'll tell you that as far as playing yeah. at Mobile College for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Glad he's got this year though, and enjoying such a great season for the Red Storm. Had a nice chat with uh, Carter. Uh, actually, all three seniors after the ball game on uh, Monday night. Like a delightful young man. One one to Demuth after he fouls off the second pitch from Island. Up. Nearly over Peterson's head, the catcher. They get two and one. Yeah, we've seen a couple big misses, both high and low so far from Eiler. Um, anytime you get a pitcher with, with heavy velocity at the high school level, you'll often see misses like that. Yeah, I mean, he was rolling up until that long, what, nine pitch at bat by Cormac Flynn. And since then, been a little, little out of sorts. Yeah. And one now to Demuth. Missing again. Let's see if Carter can. Square him up here. Box one up here on 3-1. And high. That'll put Demuth on first base. 
with one away here in the bottom of the second inning. United Red Storm trail camp point central one nothing, but now have the tying run on base for John Smith. Smith is hitting 167, so I think uh, just looking at the average, just looking by average, maybe Coach Bullock may be getting him in, in scoring position here, maybe with a sacrifice bump for Jenks. Not a huge lead over there at first. All one. Yeah, Eiler having a tough time locating the zone as well, so maybe wait until you see a strike here, and then we'll, we'll see if they put the bunt down. Pretty good fundamentally sound ball. Actually, both ball clubs pretty fundamentally sound. There's the strike. Finally in the zone gets, gets uh, Eiler. One-on-one to Smith. Now we'll see if, if uh, I don't think DeMuth uh, has gotten a ton of stolen bases on the season. Yeah, just three. Hey, I'm going to strike boy just... Just at the knees. I mean, literally just at the knees if that's called strike. One and two pitch to Smith from Eiler. A little bit more time on that one. And swung through a high fastball, high tease right by Smith for out number two. Yeah, tough to catch up to that high fastball, especially with good velocity. And uh, you're not necessarily looking for that pitch, but it looks really appetizing out of the hand. That'll bring up the nine hitter in the order. AJ Jinks, the left fielder for the Red Storm. AJ hitting 317. Does have one double on the year, so they're giving him a big old gap there in right center. Up high for ball one. I mean, the right fielder's playing pretty well straight away. Center fielder shading, uh, shading at the pole, the right handed hitting Jinks. Strike two. Boy, if, if Ten House can. Or, excuse me, Tenhouse, Coach Tenhouse. If, if Eiler can find the rhythm of that pitch right there that he's gotten here about five to hit. <laughs> or four pitches, that's, and swung right through. You're, you're forced to swing at that pitch now. And that's you're not going to do anything with it anyway if you do get it. Right. Down in the zone by knee high. One and two to Jenks. Pitch on the way. Swung through. A fastball. Strike three. Strikes out the side. Does Eiler. No runs, no hits. There were no errors and a runner left on base. Two full innings of play done here at United High School. It is the Panthers 1 and the Red Storm 0. We'll be back in 30 seconds on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Welcome back to United High School. We get set for inning number 3. Noel Leffler back out for his third inning of work. It is nothing. Camp Point Central taking advantage of a error to lead off the ball game. Finally got around on a sacrifice bunt and ground out and then an RBI single by Dylan Dickot. Back in the first inning to get that on the board. Yeah, a really nice piece of hitting by Dick Hutton. That's the difference so far. Um, obviously, that air coming back to fight United so far, but we'll see if Leffler can, can keep the zeros on the board like he did last inning. First pitch is outside to the nine-hitter, Connor Griffin, the second baseman. All one to the nine-man. Pitch just a little bit low there for ball two. Yeah, that's one that... Seemed like it was a strike the last half inning for Eiler, but I was just thinking the same thing. I think Noel Lope was thinking the same thing. Popped up on the infield. Toby Turnquist shading his eyes. I think it might have battled the sun a little bit early on there, but stayed with it to get the out. Yeah, that sun's definitely bright, right up there for the first baseman, second baseman, and right fielder, that right side. So um, could be something to watch as the game goes on. Back around to the top of the order, the four mentioned uh, rally starter there in the first inning, Peyton Clampett, who reached on the air to shortstop. Starts off with a curveball, nice curveball by Nolan Leffert, drops it right in there for strike one. 
left-hander to left-hander here. Oh, one pitch, swung and missed, and all tied up on that one after that first pitch. Yeah, another curveball there. That one lower than the first one, um, and able to get the swing and miss. We'll see where he goes here now with back-to-back curveballs to start the at-bat. Those are some high stuff, not chasing. It's Peyton Plant that takes for ball one and two. Uh, I'll tell you what, Lester threw a lot of curveballs those first three guys in the order last year uh, in the first inning. There's a line drive right over the second baseman's head. It's going to get to the right fielder, cut off, and in quickly. So the one-out single by Peyton Clampett. Good ball player. Yeah, it's tough to give a really good hitter like that three pitches of, of, of the same same variety through that curveball to him three times, and that third time just a little bit too good, and, and Clampett able to smack it to right field. And we're going to put two-hitter in the order. Stephen Miller, he sacrificed Clampett to second. Back in the first squares again. Throw down, runner going. High throw from Cormac Flynn goes into center field. Getting to third is going to be Clampett as the center fielder just couldn't quite get a grip on it. That was uh, that's uh, Colin Jinks out there. I, I don't know if he would have had a play on Clampett, but went all for not once he bottled it. So on the third after the error by Cormac Flynn. Yeah, Flynn's going to gonna want that throwback too, I think. With a good throw, might have had him, but uh, nonetheless, runner on third now with one out. Foul straight back. Didn't see what the actually didn't see what the pitch was that he ran on. Might have been a little high. I want to say it was a ball, but we'll wait for the home plate umpire to give us a signal here, and he does not. Thanks, Blue. <laughs> one away runner at third. Popped up on the infield, but it's going to stay. Uh, that's going to drift out of play. Looks like the infield playing about halfway in here. Uh, Drew Brown in at third base, but the middle infielder is playing about halfway, maybe maybe moving back now. But interesting decision here. Yeah, I, I obviously popped up. This would be if it stays in play. Oh, it's just going to just drip over the screen. So battling here is Stephen Miller, just trying to make contact, get that run in. So far, no Leffler's at least got two pop ups on him. Yeah, Miller having a. Tough time looking at that inside fastball the team's turning around, so um, we'll see if Leffler stays inside there for another pitch. One away here in the top of the third inning, runner on third. Miller, no two pitch, one two pitch to the third baseman. And try to score, play at the plate, plenty of time, plenty of time. Well, that's a tough call by Peyton Clampett at third. Ball was right in front of you. You know the rules. You've been around this game forever. Yeah, interesting decision there by Clampett. Typically, with with one out like that, you'll you'll uh, wait to see the ball through the infield. But off on contact, and a nice play by Brown. Fields it cleanly, makes a nice throw, and Flynn down with the tag for out number two. Especially in high school. That's a long throw across there. I mean, uh, more often than not, of course, uh, Drew Brown saw it down there. He'll make the play, but you just never know in high school on a long throw like that. I'm waiting right throw. Right, absolutely. So the fielder's choice puts Stephen Miller at first base. Out at the plate is Clampett, but scoring is one nothing. That's huge for the Red Storm. Strike one to Blake Island. Second pitch, ground ball just foul past third. Back-to-back curveballs to start off this at bat once again for Leffler. I think it uh, wiggled itself out of this with no damage. That's huge. Huge. Is that uh, getting back yeah. to the top of the yep. order as well for, for the Red Storm? Yep, good call. Two away now, runner on first. Popped up over first base. Right fielder, second baseman, give it a chase. It's going to drift out of play. Final ball by Eiler. 
and with that first pitch wave for the umpire here, if it's one and two or zero oh and two. Two away. Top of the third inning. One nothing can't point central to United here in the sectional semifinals. In the dirt, good stop there by Cormac Glenn. Going nowhere was Miller. And a fake to fake to go there. That's what he did. And yeah, nice block there by Flynn as well on the curveball. Able to get his body in front of it and keep the runner from advancing to second. That's such a good job back there. He's thrown out 43% of base runners in high school. And there one, as I say that, I just <laughs> jinxed. The Cormac Flynn is a bounced in front of him in the dirt and couldn't quite, uh, didn't really get the block on it. Kind of reached there instead of blocking. Right. He does such a good job of blocking. Right. Well, and that's one there. If runner's on third, maybe he's able to get home. So um, that last that last five to two put out really could cost Camp Point a run here. And a drive to center field. Drifting over over the center fielder's head. It's going to get to the wall. One run is in. And pulling into second. Is going to be Blake Eiler with an RBI double. That was a, a pretty good shot there. I thought that and had a chance off the bat. And then, as I looked out, I thought the center fielder might make a play on it. So it went from, my thought, being a home run to maybe an out. Turns into a stand-up double. Yeah, Leffler left that curveball maybe a little bit higher than he wanted to. And uh, Eiler able to sit on it right there and just pump it into left, that left center gap. Inside ball one to Dylan Dickut. He had an RBI single in the first inning. He tried to tack another run on here with another RBI single. At second base is Island with two away. He'll get a good jump on anything to the outfield. 1-0 pitch from Leffler. Fly ball just down the right field line. That is going to fall fair. That's going to score a run. A little pop single over the first baseman's head right in front of the right fielder. It's going to bring home Blake Island with the third run of the ball game. Second run of the inning. Well, this Camp Point Central Panthers, they lead Three to nothing. Boy, I tell you what, when it rains, it pours. If you're the United Red Storm, you make a couple errors out there in this ball game, then you get the little blue pit, and yeah. next thing you know, you're down three nothing. Yeah, and Dick has so far been the been the guy for the Panthers with two RBI singles uh, out of that out of that cleanup spot. Inside ball one to Keaton Dick Hut. Yeah, it's harmless. It looked like a, a rally inning for Pantheon Central, and it looked like United was going to get out of it unscathed. And now, now we're back to a back to a mess here for the Red Storm. Two and zero on. Keaton Dickot and out to the mound we'll go we'll go coach Mulwick. I we're gonna look quick here and I know Nolan likes to work quick. I I've, I've had Nolan in my Legion program a couple of years and he likes to work quick. I think he's working even a little too quick for Nolan even yeah. at this point. Yeah, always good to get that get that settled down meeting out there on the mound and and kind of just reset. Obviously Leffler, not a guy uh, who's walked a lot of guys this year, just thirteen walks in thirty three innings, but uh, that command escaping him here a little bit uh, with the first two balls on Keaton Dickhut. He is a bulldog. We'll try to, he'll do what he can to pull up them bootstraps and try to get his ball club in back into the dugout here. But as it sits, 2-0 the count to Keaton Dickhut. Two outs, runner on first, 3-0 the camp point central. There you go, right back in the zone. 2-1 count. That's a good pitch there from Buffer. Caught that outer half of the plate reasonably low. 2-1. Foul straight back. 2-2 two, two, now. He's back in the count. Yeah. Always know it's a good mound visit when the pitcher's right back out there throwing strikes. <laughs> 3 nothing Camp Point Central here early on in this ballgame. It was 3 nothing United early on on Monday night. Fly ball to left field. That's hit pretty well. The drifting over and make it catch. 
For the Red Storm is going to be left fielder A.J. Jinks. That finally brings the inning to a close. But in the inning for the Panthers, two runs. I got three hits on the board. There was an error in the inning and a runner left on base. That is the second runner left on base for the Panthers so far here through three innings. It is 3-0 Camp Point Central leading United here in this Class 1A sectional semifinal on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. We'll be back. Back here at United High School as we get set for the bottom of the third inning. See if United can break loose here as they roll their lineup back around to the top of the order. They'll have the one, two, three hitters, Aiden Parkins, Drew Brown, and Cormac Flynn. That's a good place to start a rally. Yeah, top of the order coming up here again. Hopefully see them better the second time than they did uh, the first time through the order. Parkins popped out his first plate appearance. Fouls one straight back. First pitch from Blake Eiler. Out here for a third inning of work. I've got him unofficially at 40 pitches coming into the inning. Just 21 strikes, so he's only sitting at about 50% right here. The whole key is hitting the stakes, and right now the uh, Red Storm is not hitting the stakes. Effectively wild, I guess, is what you call that. <laughs> As Parkins is down in the count 0-2, I don't think he quite. Yeah, that one looked a little bit outside, and uh, you could tell Parkins did not agree. <laughs> 0-2 count to Aiden. And swings and misses. That's the third pitch, and down on strikes he goes for out number one. That is four strikeouts out of the last five batters for um, Eiler. And just when I thought he was kind of losing his control there on the on got the it back, he just quickly got this back. That'll bring up the two hitter in the order, Drew Brown. He grounded out back in the first inning. Takes ball one from Eiler. Uh, just kind of a show me curveball there. Pitch on the way, ball two, about the same spot. Two and O. Behind Drew Brown is Cormac Flynn and Toby Turnquist. Three and O outside. It'd be nice to get Brown on here for, for Flynn and Turnquist, the big boppers in this lineup. Three O pitch to Brown. Swinging. Fly ball to right field. I am absolutely. And it's going to fall. The wind blown. Has oh, to run for a while. Yeah, it's all the way in the corner now. Brown's pulling into third. He's getting he's getting stopped by, by Coach Moley. I thought he was going to wave him in. That is a blue triple down the down the top, the uh, first baseline there. Right fielder just couldn't quite couldn't quite get it. Uh, Dylan Dicka just chasing, chasing now. I think the wind just took it away from him. As I look out at the flag, it's blowing almost straight in a little bit from right to left, but basically straight in. Yeah. just blew right away from it. Yeah, maybe sun, too, is yeah. a factor there, but uh, definitely off the bat. looked like it was going to be a pretty easy catch and get away with a 3-0 out, but nonetheless, a triple for Brown and United now with a chance to get run on the board. Strike out, or strike called on Cormac Glenn. I'm just, I'm shocked he's swinging 3-0 down three yeah. with uh, three, four guys behind you. Just absolutely shocked, and now the Swing and miss by Cormac Flynn gets him down the count. 0-2. Oh, that's something Cormac Flynn doesn't do often. Three. We talked about, I think, back in the first inning, just three strikeouts, 70-plus plate appearance. Drive the left field. That's going to be deep enough to get the run home, I would think. There goes Drew Brown to the plate. Pretty strong throw. It's going to be late. United's on the board. Sacrifice fly by Cormac Flynn. Brings home Brown. That leadoff for the uh, one-out triple is uh, obviously huge for the Red Storm. Yeah, finally gets him on the board, and maybe now uh, with a little bit of momentum, able to get back in this one. Just just uh, denting that scoreboard for the first time. Makes you breathe a little bit easier, maybe a little bit easier, not gripping that bad a little, uh, a little too tight now. Yeah, yep, absolutely. That'll bring up Turnquist with nobody out 
or excuse me, two outs and nobody on. A three to one lead now by the Camp Point Central Panthers. Ball one, two turnquist up in the zone. Up in the zone again, two and out, two turnquist. He pitched all the way around Toby back in the first inning. First three pitches were balls, and then just uh, put him on intentionally. Now a drive right at the first baseman just eats up the first baseman, gets down the line. Right fielder comes up clean, throws it in. This is his tough man, but right at second base. So two out single by Turnquist brings up Colin Jenks. Yeah, that one hit hard. Anybody here in the second half of the season, that was a shot yeah. right there. Hey, Keaton Dicka didn't have much of a shot at that one. Uh, that was it right off the lip and took a uh, took a nasty hop down the first baseline. Two old big old daddy act there from Toby uh, Turnquist. Ooh, nice play by Peterson to stop that outside fastball from. From Eiler. That gets by and that gets Turnquist in scoring position for a pretty good hitter here in Colin Jane. Yeah, Peterson, 195 total chances fielding and a thousand fielding percentage coming into this one, uh, which for a high school catchers, incredibly impressive. That's a couple of good catchers here. I know. Yep. Again, we referenced uh, Cormac Flynn throwing out 43% of base runners this year. That's, that's mm-hmm. an amazing total in high school. And also, it's a good job by the coaching staff of uh, with the pitching, with the pitching uh, staff. Not allowing big jumps, too. In the dirt and low. Throw down to first base. Back uh, in safely as Toby Turnquist. Thought maybe that might have got down the line there. Might have jinxed Peterson into a throw down the... <laughs> he did a nice job, did a nice job picking it, but almost threw that one away down the line. A nice play by Keaton Dickhut to, to keep it in the infield. Two and one count now to Colin Jinx. Turnquist not going anywhere, and I get the big lead. Both hands on now. It's drive to center field. Right at the center fielder for the catch, but a good uh, kind of a kind of a uh, axe hack there on the high fastball there for the out. Yeah, able to turn around that high fastball with some good velo and uh, shot it out to center field, but clamp it, able to catch it right on the line. Now United gets on the scoreboard, one run on two hits. There were no errors, and a runner left on base after three pullings of play. It's Camp Point Central three, United one. We'll be back. Welcome back to high school baseball coverage here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. At a United High School for this Class 1A sectional semifinal. Nearly halfway through this one, at least regulation time. We go to the top of the fourth inning. Back out of the mound is Nolan Leffler. I've got him unofficially at 48 pitches on the night. 32 strikes at 67%. Think that anytime. Absolutely. And uh, a big situation here going to the top of the fourth. Just able to get a run on the board there in the third. Um, and bottom of the order now for Camp Point Central. If he can get it back to the offense here quickly, uh, United could end up tying it up or, or taking the lead. So, Leadoff hitter Cole Peterson takes inside for ball one. As Homer tried to frame that up, give the umpire a nice good look at it there. Kind of held a little longer. <laughs> I'll take a second look at that, Blue. What a no count to Peterson. Leffler now swung on a miss. That is a sword from uh, Cole Peterson there. Yeah, last time around, Luffler was able to get through Peterson with straight fastballs. And in the dirt and low, so that'll make the count two and one to Cole Peterson here. In the top of the fourth inning, Peterson struck out swinging back in the second, actually. These batters, Luffler faced in order. Ground ball in the shortstop. Nice play by Aiden Parkins across the diamond and not able to dig it out of the dirt. Is Turnquist. So reaching on an error is going to be Cole Peterson. Nice play by Parkins. Of course, yeah, kind of in the hole a little bit there. So it was a long throw. Yeah, I'll be quite dug out. I'll be interested to see if that's E6 or E3. Maybe 
maybe I, I couldn't tell, but Turnquist might have actually got that in the air. Yeah, that's, um, what, that's but, what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, but obviously, like you said, a great play by Parkin, or Perkins, and um, unfortunately, runner on first, nobody out now. Yeah, I know uh, Toby's out there. Kind of got his head down a little bit. Got to get back in the ball game here. And now we've got some signs being flashed at close range. From the third base coach Jordan Penhouse, the head coach of the Camp Boys Central Panthers, had a nice. He's got. A, he's had a nice nine-year run here with the CPC program. 114 wins. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised to see a bunt here. Oh, well, a little flare over the second baseman's head. That's going to fall in. It might split the outfielder. Nope, cutting it off is the right fielder. That should prevent the run from scoring as they quickly get it in, but you got runners on the corners with nobody out. And that air comes back to haunt you once again. A couple of them so far for United. And uh, credit to Camp Point, they've been able to capitalize. Yeah, uh, United, I've got with, uh, what, two errors in the, in the ball game, And, well, now three errors with that one. So three errors total. And the Panthers took uh, big-time advantage of the first two. Yep. And now they got first and third with nobody out. Bottom of the order up, so we'll see if Leffler uh, can... Somehow, tightrope out of danger here. He was able to get Islander strikeout last time. Roman Adcox, it doesn't hit a running first swing. And missing that first pitch from Wepler is Carter Eiler. He struck out swinging back in the second. So I don't think normally first and third, it's not right. It's not automatic, but it's more often than not you're in the running motion. But Adcox doesn't look like a big stealer, at least from. From uh, first glance, swung on a miss by Eiler again, 0-2. Two, two curveballs so far, and Eiler's been out in front of both of them. Get a strikeout here, maybe get the nine-man to hit a hard ground ball at somebody. You're out of this mess. Up high in the zone, ball one. 48 pitches coming into this inning for Nolan Lefter. He's got about another almost six or seven here in this inning, so he's up over the fifth pitch mark. Swung on a miss, good block by Corman. Flynn does not have to throw to first. Good stop by Cormick. That's a strikeout for out number one. And now if you can get Connor Griffin to hit a hard ground ball with somebody in turn two, you're out of this map. Right. It'd be nice to, to not have to face Peyton Clampett at yeah. the top of that order. In this situation, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Or you always better lead off an inning if you're the opponent. Absolutely. <laughs> Griffin. Got him, yeah, got him to pop out the first last time. They get it in, and he popped up, I think, a couple of fouls at it. And I guess that was the batter before. Ground ball at the third baseman. It will be foul. So he's ahead on Griffin. A strikeout here would be you know, not nearly as good as a double play, but it sure would help. Heavy dose of curveballs to the 89 hitters so far from left there. He threw three of them to Eiler and got him to strike out on it. And a first pitch curveball there to Griffin. First and third. Runners on the corners, top of the fourth inning. Camp Point Central already leading 3-1, to trying to add one on. Taking for ball one. So it's a 1-1 count now to Connor Griffin. With one away. Laffer gets a sign, shakes off Flynn, finds something he likes. High and outside. Yeah, the last thing you want to do here is, yes. is end up with a walk and get clamped up with the bases loaded in less than two hours. Absolutely. You, you've really got to go get this guy. You've got to go get the nine, man. And he swings and misses at pitch from left, or that evens the count. Yeah, Mike got lucky there, too. That looked like it might have been up in the zone, but he gets Griffin to swing through it. Yeah, it went from 3-1 to 2-2 real quick there. 2-2 pitch, and swings and misses, and caught by Flynn. 
that's two away here. So the uh, Lepers will pull one out from somehow dancing himself out of trouble here. Yeah, Flynn might have had a chance at a back pick there at first yeah. as well. Uh, that Adcock's getting off the base maybe a little bit, but looks like we might put Clampett on here. Wow. Okay. Intentional pass to Clampett. We'll load him up for the two-hitter, Stephen Miller, who, uh, looking at Miller's stats on this season, coming into the ball game, is hitting uh, 255. Yeah, I'd rather actually have a deal with 255 than 443. And a good curveball, a really slow curveball from Nolan Leffler falls in for a strike. Wow, this what you talk about momentum if you get it out here. Absolutely. In the dirt, gets, by, gets past Flynn. Got to play at the plate. He gets by Leffler. With the run will score, and they had a shot at him there, I think. No, going it. Yeah, with a good throw there from Flynn, maybe he had a shot at him, but anyways, the run will come home and 4-1 now as Camp Point Central adds on to their lead. And you got two runners in two runners in scoring position with no force out anywhere with two away. The count is 1-1 on Miller. Sacrifice bump in the first. Reached on a fielder's choice. And the second take high for ball two. So two and one. Boy. Yeah, another good hitter on deck as well with Eiler. Really want to attack Miller here once again. Two and one. Bounce straight back. Himself in the count. Two-two. Even as a head for the pitcher. Two away. A run in here for Camp Point Central. Four to one. Getting the run back that United got in the bottom of the third, that's big for the Panther fans out there, for sure. Answering answering immediately is huge. This is with a high curveball, three and two. Two million. do have an open base, but like you said, I don't want to do yeah, a Blake Eiler. <laughs> I don't want to do a Blake Eiler. Pop foul down the first baseline. There's a lot of play. Count remains full. Yeah, Miller... I kind of wedged in between the two best hitters on this team here for Camp Point Central. Looking to do some damage here with second and third, two outs. Pitch from Leffler is up in the zone. Milk's a walk from Nolan. And now you have to deal with Blake Eiler. Bases are loaded again. Let's see if there's, uh, I don't see anybody down in the bullpen right now, anyway, for United. Leffler's pitch count still pretty good. He's under. Definitely under 70. Ground ball foul down the third baseline. Just a foul. It's the runner third, Roman Adcock. Yeah, and Blake Eiler here, I think, doubled on that curveball and laughed at that. So, able to get ahead with the curveball here is Leffler on the first pitch. It's, that was hit pretty well foul, but we'll see what he goes to here now. Ahead in the count, 0-1. Nolan to the plate. Just off the outside edge. And that will even the count at 1-1, and... Yeah, that's one of those pitches against a really good hitter you want going your way. They were getting, uh, both teams were getting that the other night, getting that and maybe plus a couple of baseball wins. <laughs> Pitch on the way is out and out. 2 and 1, no place to put Eiler. You wish there was some place to put Eiler, but there's none. Yeah. Well, and Bill and Dick on, on deck 2 for 2 so far today. Swung on a big old cut by Blake Eiler on the 2 1 pitch. Swings and misses. Two and two, but boy. Yeah, I think I'd stick with that fastball here. He's hit that curveball really well so far. But a pitcher from my, from Leffler in the dirt. Good stop by Cormac Flynn. I'm like, you can get down them guards a little more on yeah. that one. But <laughs> that's a lot of five-hole there for you hockey fans out there. Yeah. 
Barrels will be in motion here now as well with the full count. Full count, runners on the move, drive down the third baseline, and just uh, for the second time in this at-bat, just about took the head off of Roman Adcox, the base runner at third, as he was off with the pitch. And you can see him laughing about that, too, with Ivan over here, but a couple inches to the, to the right and maybe not too many laughs. No, absolutely not. <laughs> runners return, full count pitch from left, but runners off. Ground ball again, foul. Time a little farther away from Adcox. The battle here by Blake Eiler. Yeah, I think you got to stick with that fastball one more time. Hit that curveball pretty well here so far. 483 on the season for Eiler. Chops in a high fastball to center field. Looks like drifting under it and making the play and getting out of that mess. Colin Jinks makes the play. Ooh, read a, uh, you and the yeah. entire United <laughs> side just breathe a sigh of relief over there. That yeah. is, I would hit that really hard, but that's probably ball four as well. Yeah, so. I, I agree. I yeah. totally agree. That's a run right there. Right. So, but, interesting turn of events. As it is, it is the third out for the Camp Point Central Panthers. One run on one hit. There was an error in the inning and three runners left on base. That's five for Camp Point Central through the first four innings. The fifth hit of the ballgame and the fourth run. It's 4 to 1, Camp Point Central leading United as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning in 30 seconds. Back here at United High School, a run in the top of the fourth inning for the Camp Point Central Panthers, but uh, was trying to get a few more on there. Fly yeah. ball to uh, the center fielder ends that inning. Boy, that could have been some trouble. Yeah, definitely could have been some trouble and, and an escape there from Nolan Leffler to just give him one run. Uh, Clampett, Eiler, and, and Miller, the, the top three in that order there, coming up with uh, big situations, all of them with at least two guys on base and only one run. Is, uh, I think United can take a little deep breath here and, and hopefully pick up some, some runs to get back in this one. Yeah, four to one. That would have cleared the bases for sure if that gets by the center fielder. Four to one's a lot better than seven to one going here to the bottom of the fourth. Yeah, sure. Sure. Even with a powerful offense like United, six runs uh, the way uh, the way Eiler's throwing right now would have been, would have been a tough Tough sliding. Swing on this by leadoff hitter for the United Red Storm here. It's the sixth man in the batting order, Nolan Leffler. Down the count, 0-1. Fly ball to the left fielder. I think it's going to fall in for no. Left fielder does come up and make the play. Looks like maybe it might sneak down over the shortstop's head for a hit, but no. Got a yeah. nice running play to the left field over Camp Point Central. Jason Miller comes in and makes a nice catch there. and Like you said, off the bat, thought that one might, might fall in, but out number one. That'll bring up Carter DeMuth. He walked back in the second inning. Sandwiched in amongst three straight strikeouts there in the inning for United Red Storm. See if DeMuth can get something started here. First pitch fouled away by DeMuth off of Blake Eiler. Eiler had him unofficially at 57 pitches. Now that's a third of this, right at 60 pitches unofficially. 115 is the extended pitch limit for high school in the playoffs. Norman, there's a ground ball past the third baseman, just hugging the line down into the corner. And DeMuth stops at first. I don't know, as Coach, Coach Mulley, I don't know why DeMuth ran through the bag unless he thought maybe the third baseman had it. But uh, first base coach has got to kind of help out there and get him down to second base. Yeah, I mean, DeMuth definitely could have had a double on that one. I mean, it was down, way down in the yeah. corner. Didn't even round the base, really. He just ran right through it like like that was playing the infield. But pinch runner is coming on for, I'm sure it'll be a, uh, a re-entry. 
Ford Amuse, the designated hitter, but right now we're going to get a pinch run. Let's try to get a number on. I think it's number 13, Jake McElwee. Yep, Jake, Mac- yeah, Jake McElwee will be McElwee. the, yep, will be the uh, pinch runner, not the courtesy runner that you get for the pitcher and the catcher in high school baseball. Going back to the pitch count, 100, uh, normal regular season pitch count for high school pitchers is 105. They extended to 115 in the uh, postseason. And I know Toby Turnquist was hugging that line on Monday night trying to get through the uh, seven-inning ball game. Now remember on first with one away for John Smith. Well, the Red Storm swings and misses the first offering from Eiler. Not a big lead at first base for Jake McElwee. Not uh, not near the cutout, which is kind of the uh, gauge for a good lead down at first base. Squaring to bunt and bunting through. An outside pitch is Smith. Good pitch to bunt on. You had to pull that back. 0-2 and, now to Smith. And only two steals so far on the year uh, for McElwee. Peterson does a pretty good job. We'll yeah. take about 16%. I don't know if his has been a little higher, but there hasn't been a whole lot of attempts. There's 25 attempts on him to begin yeah. with. And I don't think McElwee's going to attempt with that small of a lead. And pitch to Smith. It's up about shoulder high and somehow gets a piece and fouled it back. <laughs> yeah, Howard's been living up there at that shoulders uh, at that level and, and getting a lot of swings from United as well. Yeah, that's, and, you know, anybody that's been around the game uh, forever, you know, it's hard to lay off that high stuff. It's yep. hard to catch up to the high, hard stuff. Yeah, looks good out of the hand, but ends up out of the zone and, and tough to catch up to. One and two. The Smith with one away here in the top or bottom of the fourth inning. And swinging and missing is Smith for out number two. That'll bring up the nine man of the order, A.J. Jinks, left fielder for the Red Storm. See if he can just kind of keep this inning going and roll back around to Aiden Parker's at the top of the order. A couple runners on. Any way you can for A.J. Eiler to the plate. Popped up. That is going to stay in play. Chasing it is the catcher, pitcher, and first baseman. And the pitcher, Blake Eiler, is going to call everybody off and make the play himself. That ends the inning for United Red Storm. No runs, one hit. There were no errors and a runner left on. That's five left on base for United through the first four innings here. It is Camp Point Central for United 1. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Back here at United High School, we start the fifth inning with Dylan Dickup, the cleanup hitter for Camp Point Central. It's the first pitch for a ball from Leffler. Second pitch is in four strike, one-on-one count now. And two, two for two. Two for two, two RBI so far today, and he's really been the guy. I think both RBIs come with two outs as well, doing a nice job in that, in that cleanup spot. Ground ball to the third baseman is going to roll foul. Down on the count, one-two. Yeah, Dickup had the... Big, just a little flare over the first baseman's head that fell in for a big RBI there in that second. That kind of kept the inning going there in that third inning. Mm-hmm. Two out runs, man. There's nothing more I like in baseball. Fouled off, just basically getting just a little piece to stay alive. Just doing one and two. Is it uh, maybe just about got about got Coach Mullet down there? I think <laughs> there's some scattering down there. <laughs> One two pitch from Leffler in the dirt. Ball two, two and two. Leffler now up over the 80 pitch mark. I don't know who might be next in line for. And ball three. Yeah, it will be interesting to see. I think uh, both Aiden Parkins and Carter DeMuth, the next two heavy inning theaters for United. So uh, a couple options there for the Red Storm. 
Left first pitch and foul away by Dickhut. He's just been pesky the whole day for against this Red Storm ball club. Out of the out of the uh, cleanup hole. Three two pitch and drops a curveball in and uh, uh, Dylan Dickhut tried to wait and pull the trigger and just couldn't wait any longer and let's pitch go by for strike three. Yeah, you could tell right when he let it go, he was like, yep, that's a strike. And started to turn around and then back to the dugout. That is a, when I say slow curveball, folks, that is a slow curveball. Like the old Ethos pitch back to the all one to Keaton Dickhut. The Camp Point Central Panthers. They lead 4-1 to here in the top of the fifth inning. Winner moves on to Friday night's sectional championship. United wins to come back and get this win. They will be right here at home against the winner of Havana and Liberty. Ball two. Keaton Dickhut missing again. Pitch on the way now. Foul to the plate. Two and one. Havana and Liberty playing at Liberty tonight. And that game will be here at United. And I believe, talking to the athletic director for United, uh, Camp Point Central will be at home as well. So the winner of this one gets to host a sectional championship. Drops in for a strike. A pretty cool event to host, obviously. You know, be one of the few teams left in, in the 1A bracket. Pitch on the way, just misses low, over, but just low. I know. Uh, yeah, I think that's one of those. If, if Flynn had framed up a little bit, I got that call. You know, just kind of squirted out of Cormick's glove, and as an umpire, ooh, missing the ball four. So a one-out walk to Keaton Dickhut brings up Cole Peterson. Yeah, that's one of those ones where. It, it kind of squirted out of the catch with love. He called a strike, then uh, Camp Point Central fans were all over him. Couldn't even catch it, Lou. Yeah. Couldn't <laughs> even catch it. <laughs> yeah, three walks so far for Leffler. I think one of those, um, an intentional walk, but uh, a guy that hasn't walked that many guys this year and maybe coming back to bite him a little bit in this start. We're going to get a pinch runner at first base for Keaton Dickhut, the first baseman, so this will be probably a re-entry for Keaton Dickhut. It's going to be Mitchell Meyer running at first base. And again, I wouldn't wouldn't imagine that uh, Coach Senhouse is taking Dick Cut out of the ball game. Just a a uh, re-entry situation here. You can re-enter in high school baseball and softball one time per player. One away, runner on first for Cole Peterson. High with ball one to Peterson. He has struck out and reached on an error, which led to a run back in the fourth. And I think a big situation here uh, for both teams here at Camp Point Central. Nearing that bottom of the order, if they can get it back up to the top in this inning, could be real trouble for United. Um, and at the same time, Nolan Leffler, that pitch mark starting to go up. Hopefully he can ho- hopefully he can locate here at the bottom of the order and get out of this inning. 78 pitches coming into this fifth inning, so that puts him uh, with pitches he's got this inning, up over 90. It's allowed 115 in the playoffs. Looking for a strike. It's in there to even the count at 1-1 to Peterson with one away. Runner at first base. And it was the bottom of the order getting on in that uh, top of the third that really allowed Campoy Central to stretch their lead. Catches the inside corner for strike two. Good pitch there from Leffler. Had Peterson backing off a little bit, but catches that inside corner. Peterson's toes, I mean, are literally right up on that white line. He is hugging the plate. And up the middle, that's going to sport through into center field. We'll see if they get Dick Hutt the third. The throw to third. High, so sliding in is going to be Dickhut. Going from first to third, good heads-up face running there by the Panthers. 
love to see that. That's kind of a lost art in the game of baseball anymore. It's good aggressive base running. Yeah, and, purpose, I, mean, yeah. I guess I should say. <laughs> yeah, first to third in that situation is huge. We'll see another pinch runner here. Looks like Ross Riley coming in, but Peterson able to get a good part of the barrel on that ball there, on that curveball. And I think coach for Camp Point Central talks to him now about seeing that throw up. She sees that up, taking second there um, as Camp Point Central was able to go first to third. Yeah, they made the play on the runner at third, but, but like you said, it was a big old lollipop throw, and once you see hype like that, there's no cutoff. you got to right. get that extra base, which with one away would be huge. Now the double plays in order. Right. We'll see if they have them in motion here anyway. It looks like they do. One. The throw through. Gets the runner at second, and the throw was so good, and on the money that the runner at third didn't even break. That's an out. That's a great job by the United Defense and a great throw by Cormac Bland. Right, and there it is, coming back to bite him, right? They could have had second and third with one out. Um, but now, with that caught stealing, a nice throw by Cormac Bland and a chance for United to get out of this one, another another chance at an escape. High for ball one. That's one of those situations, if you're the runner at third, even if you get a bad break, you got to go. Yep. Because if they throw home to get you, you still got a runner in scoring position. You lose an out, right? Well, with Parkin catching that on a hop, yep. uh, and he's got he's got to first catch it and make the tag to do all that and then make a throw back home pretty tough at the high school level so definitely one that once you see that throw through you got to be taken off for home and dick who made a nice job of going from first to third you know on the on the pitch prior didn't make an option of going that time inside the ball two on roman adcock so the count is two two a three one i guess on the board missed one in there somewhere two laid out no runs in this inning so far for Camp Point Central. Just off the inside edge. No one left. They're kind of peering in there a little bit. Yeah, I had two and two. Yeah, that is three and two now. Three and two to count. Full up. The two away. Big pitch here by left. A huge pitch by Nolan is up and away. Ball four. Adcox will take first. Now you're back in that first and third situation. But last time we seen Roman on base, didn't look like he was in any desire to take off. Yeah, another big situation here is that Carter Eiler coming up, coming up two Ks so far. Leffler's got him twice. We'll see if he can get him a third time here and, and escape from danger. Like you said, that pitch count getting up there, this was probably going to be his last thing at work. Carter Eiler takes strike one. Boy, if you could, if you, if you had trust in Adcox at first, if you're Coach Tenhouse, get him in a rundown here, maybe steal a run that way. Strike two. Ross for a strike on Carter Eiler, who has struck out two pitches before, or two at-bats previously. So we're <laughs> yeah. just going right after him here. Yeah, I'd, I'd be trying to steal a run here if I were. Swung on a miss. United gets out of it unscathed. Yeah, no chance. <laughs> Down strikes to the third time is Carter Eiler. That will end the inning. No runs in for the Camp Point Central Panthers. No runs on one hit. There were no errors and two runners left on base. That's seven for the Panthers through five. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth in 30 seconds here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI, Camp Point Central 4, United 1. Back here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI, big defensive stand there by the United Red Storm with runners on the corners and two away, a strikeout of Carter Eiler. No runs across for Camp Point Central and an excellent opportunity to add on there. Yeah, top of the order here now coming up for United, but you said it, an excellent opportunity for Camp Point Central. Not able to get a run on the board. We'll see if United can run with that momentum. Aiden Parkins, 0 for 2, popped out and struck out. First pitch from Eiler. It's past Peterson. Ball one. Back to the screen. 
I'd love to see Parkins work a good at bat here. One, get that pitch count up for Eiler here as we're getting into that fifth inning. Um, and as well, if he's able to get on base for Brown, Flynn, and Turnquist behind him, could be good news for United. Up over Aiden Parkins' head as he hits the dirt 2-0. You know, I'm definitely not a pitching coach. Would never claim to be a pitching coach, but it just looks like here in the fifth inning, he's been so smooth. It looks like Tyler's just kind of overthrown at this point. All three. Yeah, maybe a little bit. He's been able to blow that fastball by a couple guys, and sometimes might be getting in the pitcher's head a little bit. He's been awry on the first four pitches wow. now. Four pitch walk, pitch walk to Parkins to lead off the fifth. United's in business here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Four to one, Camp Point Central. Two-hitter, Drew Brown, he has grounded out and tripled. And an ideal start, obviously, for United here. And if I'm Brown, I'm probably taking until I get one here. He's a good enough hitter where where he can hit in any count. And a uh, four-pitch walk could could lead to more walks here for Eiler if he can't find that control. I'm certainly not going to guess. He tripled on the 3-0 pitch back in the right. third. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the game has changed. I'll tell you that. <laughs> the game has changed. All right, Drew Brown out. Everybody back to their spots. First pitch to Brown. Taken for a strike. Looked like he was uh, like he was ready to hit. And it looked like that might have been off-speed as well. as rare for four-pitch walk. The next pitch to be off-speed. Yeah. To try to get back to that fastball. 0-1 to Brown. Parkins not going 0-2. Now that one's a good pitch there. Right on that outside corner. It was. The right-hander just kind of cut it across the plate there. He might even drop down a little bit on that one. 0-2 now to Brown. Got to do. Got to be productive. Got to make a productive out. Get that runner to second at least. Up in the zone and taken for a ball. Got to be productive at this point. Yep. If I'm parking here, one-two count. I'd be looking for something low in the dirt. See if he goes off speed after that high fastball. Pitch from Eiler. Up. Back upstairs. Two and two. Started off count 0-2. Now Brown's worked it back to even. Parkins at first, not quite cut out, just short of the cutout there. And fouled a little over the uh, first baseman's head, and it's going to fall in the outfield. Right fielder couldn't quite get to that one. Brown did a nice job just fighting that one off. Maybe had that out that corner edge, and he just gets the bat on it, posted foul, and lives to see another pitch. Might have been the last <laughs> two or three inches of that bat that he got. <laughs> just Q-shotted it out down the third bear, excuse me, first baseline. That would have felt fair somehow. That would have been beautiful. I guess that gets Parkins to third. 2-2 pitch to Brown. Runner at first, nobody out. In the dirt, 3-2. and two. So Brown, who started this at-bat out with uh, two strikes looking, has worked himself back to full. That would be productive here with nobody out trailing by three in the bottom of the fifth inning. Be interested to see if Parkins is in motion here as well on the full count. He's got that right foot on the cutout now. And I've seen it. Throws over. Just scrambling back is Parkins. I see you. Yeah. I see you over there. Pretty common situation to try to run. Obviously, stay out of that double play and found out a guy that strikes out off. Pitch going. Ball four. Taking first base is Drew Brown. What a great at-bat by Drew. Milks the, the walk after falling behind in the count 0-2, and that brings yeah. up your 3-4-5 guy. Yeah, you can tell from just a couple of bats today, and obviously the the track record all year. But Brown, a pretty professional hitter back there. He, he knows what he's doing at the plate, and 
able to stretch that at bat out and work the walk, and now a mound visit coming for Camp Point Central after back-to-back walks to lead off the fifth. That's Coach Jordan Tenhouse out to talk to his pitcher in the infield. Do what they do here. Runners on first and second. I'm going to be, uh, I know the game has changed, but I almost guarantee you Cormac Quinn's not going to square around the bunt here. Yeah, I, I doubt it. I doubt it. We saw a three-run homer from him and during the regional final and um, with Eiler command off as well. I, I would be shocked by a bunt here. It's, it's just as likely that Flynn dropped a walk. Flynn hitting 492, has an on-base percentage over 500, 553. Only three strikeouts in 76 plate appearances with another two today, so three and 78. That's a lot of contact. First pitch is driven in the hole between short and third. Here comes Brown to the plate. The throw is not going to be in time. And moving up, 90 feet on both base runners behind Drew Brown. Or excuse me, Aiden Parkins who scores on that. Not Brown. Brown gets the third. Good hits up base runner by Brown and Flynn to get themselves in scoring position. Yeah, great base running there. As you can see, Miller coming up from left field with the throw and Brown saw it out of the hand. Able to scamper to third and then Flynn doing a nice job as well. Obviously getting the base hit, but getting that extra 90 feet. And now you got second and third, three or four here. It actually looks like they might intentionally walk Tranquist, but now you got the bases loaded with nobody out um, and a pitcher who's walked a couple guys this inning. Yeah, I'll, uh, I know I know Turby says, or uh, Turby, Toby <laughs> Turnquist says, go ahead and put me on. you got Colin Jenks to deal with now, who's having a fantastic year himself. Colin hitting 456, bases loaded, nobody out. Tying run at second base for the Red Storm. Swallowing him hit by Colin Jenks. That would have been ball one there on that pitch, basically over his head. Um, but Jenks obviously excited to hit in this situation. 4-2 up the middle. That's going to get through. And see if it ties the game. Here comes the runner being waved home in the center field. and drops it. We're tied at four. Two-run single by Colin Jenks after the intentional walk to Kobe Turnquist. Boy, that's, that's a huge edge. hit there by Jenks. I've never been a hitter than somebody's walk to get to. But, boy, that's got to feel good once they do do it to you. Absolutely. And, obviously, uh, you don't like him swinging at the ball over his head on the first pitch, but you could tell by that swing he's excited to be up there and excited to be in that situation. Um, just a stat here as well. Led the team this year in two out RBIs, which means he wants to be hitting in that situation. So great to see him get the big hit. Now the lead run of the second base and up squaring to bunt is Nolan Lether. This is not a bad play. Nolan handles the bat pretty well. Yeah, leads the team in sack bunch, just two of them on the year, but um, he has the most sack bunch so far for the Red Storm. Owens this time pulls the bat back, ball in the dirt, so one and one to Leffler. I would think two, two and zero. Oh. Owens, oh, yeah, two and zero oh, to to uh, Leffler. First pitch was a ball. So two and zero oh to Nolan. See if he squares around again or takes a strike here. It's going to square and pokes at that one. Now that time he punched at it. Ball's going to be outside. It's probably ball three there. Zach Bunt situation. Best thing, best thing to do. Obviously, stay in the box before you get the ball down. Can't be running as you're trying to get the bunt down. 2-1 pitch, this time swinging away, taking ball three up in the zone. Three and one, the count to Leffler. There is nobody out. Two runs or three runs in here for the United Red Storm. We're tied at four. Getting still alive. Ball four. Milks a walk. And that will load him up for Carter DeMuth. Yeah, when you're trying to bunt, you'll take that walk. Get the guys over to the next base and another guy on base as well. So here comes DeMuth. Uh, who had a big hit last time as well down the third base line. Coaching-wise, if, if you're uh, if you're the defensive coach in that situation, you're like, oh, fellas, he's trying to give us an out here. 
you know, trying to give us an out here. Go ahead and take it. Well, I'm just looking at the Camp Point Central pitching staff as well. It's been Clampett and Eiler pretty much the whole way this year. After that, Keaton Dickett, uh, the, the leading inning pitch guy with 18 innings, but a 6.11 ERA. So if you're able to chase Eiler, DeMuth takes ball one up in the zone. Because I would assume Clampett threw their last regional game. Um, but I guess we might find that one out. 1-0 to DeMuth. He has walked, and he's got a single on the day. Pitch up in the zone, ball two, nearly over Peterson's head. As uh, Cohen takes a nice stab at that one. Yeah, it's been a great effort by Eiler today to get through four innings with one run, but just kind of losing that control here. And when he's found the zone in this half inning, he's gotten hit hard. 2-0 pitch, now foul straight back. That was right down the uh, heart of the plate right there. Right. When you're sitting in those hitters' counts, it's really easy to be sitting on that fastball. And Eiler's been pretty much straight fastball this inning, and that's the reason for such hard contact. Cole Peterson behind the plate. I think I've been calling him Colin. Apologize to the Peterson family there. It's Cole Peterson behind the plate. All three. That's low. Three and one. Now, if you're DeMuth, you are uh, you're salivating as a hitter right yep, here. Didn't have that fastball, and we'll see if he gets it. Three-one pitch on the way. High in the zone. That's going to walk in. The lead run for the United Red Storm, and still nobody out. It is five to four United. Four runs in here. First four batters have reached, and the first four batters have scored. We're going to have a pinch hitter here as well for United. That's going to bring up hitting for John Smith. It's going to be Parker Cassidy, the uh, sophomore junior. What is Parker? Parker is a junior. Hitting 311 on the year, though, and 49 plate appearances. So uh, can get the job done at the plate. We'll see. In a big situation here, obviously, Eiler hasn't really found the zone, um, but we'll see if he can get a good swing on it. Cassidy looking at uh, a strikeout total, 13 strikeouts and 49 plate appearances. So if you're, if you're Eiler, you're going to go right at him, but then again, he's hitting over 302, so you got to be, be careful. you got to be a little careful there. Take strike one. Infield in at all four spots in the infield as well. That's 10 point trails by one. Pitch on the way, foul straight back by Cassidy. Makes the count 0-2. Are you just trying to punch one through that drawing in infield? Yeah, with Cassidy not seeing the curveball yet, wouldn't be surprised to see one here. Peterson's going to have to block it, though, if it's in the dirt on the other end. Four runs in for United. Nobody out, bases loaded. Take strike three. That's a great pitch from Blake Eiler. Not much you're going to do with that one if you're Parker Cassidy. That's just a great pitch. Yeah, right on the outside corner. If anything, you got to try and foul that one off, but tough one to see, and it looks like that might have had a little bit of movement as well to that back corner. Here comes Jenks. Nine-hitter, A.J. Jenks. We'll see. Uh, third base, I guess the infield's still in. Well, the now squaring to bunt, and going around on the bunt is A.J. Jenks. That is going to be a strike. Yeah, maybe trying to squeeze one in here. The middle infield is backed up to double play depth. Corners are still in on the grass. Bases loaded, one away, 5-4 United. And up over Cole Peterson's head, but what a great... That's another great stab on that high fastball by Peterson. Yeah, just barely able to get glove on that. Does a great job. Saves a run there for Pain Point Central. Jenks, the ninth man to hit here so far in this inning. Strike one, another nice pitch there by Myler, or Scott Eiler. Yeah, I got to protect two. now here. He's trying to duck the ball in play. Got to, get that. I use that word productive again. You got to be a productive. Right. And he did. To the second baseman. That's going to get the run home. 
And the United Redstone leads 6-4 to four on the ground out, RBI ground out by A.J. Jinks. Did his job. Was productive with his out. Absolutely. And that was that. I think that's that same fastball on the outside corner that probably would have uh, rung up, rung him up for strike three, but just able to get bat on it, get it out to second base, and uh, that runs huge. Gets him up two instead of one now. And will bring back to the top of the order, too, with runners in scoring position. Runners in second and third with two away. Six to four, United. They've scored five times here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Strike one by Eiler. Thrown a lot of pitches at 66 coming into this inning, and he's thrown a lot of them in this one. So he's got to be getting probably pretty close to that 100-pitch mark. Fly ball will flare out the center field. Look, it's going to hang up enough for the center fielder to come over and make the catch. So that will end the inning after 10 batters. United has pushed five runs across the plate on just two hits in the inning. One, two, three walks, four walks, and an intentional walk in that inning for Blake Eiler. So two hits leads to five runs, no errors, and two runners left on base. After five goal, United has taken a 6-4 to four lead. We'll be back. Back here at United, we got a new ball game here. Actually, a two-run lead for the United Red Storm, trailing 4-1 to one going into that bottom of the fifth inning. They push across five runs to take a 6-4 to four lead. And Nolan Leffler back out. I've got him unofficially at 106, and that's probably pretty close uh, for uh, for Nolan. He'll get to that 115 mark, and then I'm sure uh, Coach Coach Moore's going to have to pull him out. The swing and miss by the nine hitter Connor Griffin. The first pitch from Leffler, and I'm sure Coach Moore said, "Just go out there and give me as many strikes as you can. Absolutely, get as many outs as you can in that next nine pitches." And this is ball. With the second pitch, so one and one to count. I know uh, Coach Mullins would be elated if he could get three outs on these nine pitches. <laughs> yeah, one, two, three inning here would be huge as well. Obviously, uh, Eiler, the best hitter for Camp Point Central on the year, you'd love to get him up starting the inning instead of with guys on here in this top of the sixth. That's that's a great look ahead. If you go one, two, three here and start seven off with Eiler with, with that minimum of two-run lead, yep. that's huge. Ball two from Leffler on Connor Griffin, the nine hitter in the order. He's fouled out and struck out. Pitch on the way. Pop up. See if it stays in play. And it looks like Cormac wins and makes a nice play. A uh, little off balance there, but a little unorthodox. Makes all out catch. Four out number one. Yeah, that's not normally one you want the catcher catching, especially no. with the way that Flynn had his body turned, but. Uh, tough play for both the pitcher and for Turnquist from running in so far. So uh, you'll take out number one no, no matter how you get it, and, and United able to get it there. I'm sure Corbett was just waiting for hopefully somebody <laughs> to call him off of that. Nobody ever did. So leadoff hitter up, little flare out to left field. going to fall in front of the left fielder for United for a base hit. A.J. Jinks will get it back in. That will bring up the two-hitter in the order with the tiny run at the plate is Stephen Miller. Now you got to face Miller and at least Eiler. Yeah, Clamp a double play here. Clamp is just a good hitter. You can tell by the way he swings the bat. That, um, I mean, hitting 443 on the year as well does a nice job up at the plate. Leffler. Checking on Clamp. Uh, fly ball foul down the third baseline. And that one was smoked foul. Miller there just sitting on that fastball and really turned on it. Sacrifice bump in the first that helped lead to a run for Camp Point Central. Reached on the fielder's choice in the third and scored and walked in the fourth. 
but for the chicks, is running through the plate. Fly ball, see if it stays in play. It's going to drift out of play as well. Oh, yeah, the, two. the wind has been blowing those foul balls out of play all afternoon. You can tell with the wind blowing in uh, straight from straightaway center that that's been doing that pretty much all, all game. Unofficially, the 115th pitch from left there. Fly ball to left field. Starting in, yeah, and letting it fall in front as uh, the left fielder looked like he might have had a beat on it and kind of held up and let it just kind of fall in front of him there was A.J. Jinks. Yeah, we'll probably be quite sure on that if you want to go get it or not. Yeah, probably have a pitching change here now, like you said, that 115 mark. Runners on first and second, so whoever comes in is is going to, uh, with Eiler coming up too, inherit a pretty tough situation. Nolan Leffler looks like he is going to go stay in the ball game, obviously. Um, Looks like it might be Parkin coming in. With Jenks moving to the infield. Yep, I believe you're right. Or wait to see what the movement is here. No, now Parkins is going back out to short. It looks like. Wait to see who Coach Moley's going to give the ball to here. Oh, I'm waiting on. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen a couple glove changes. That's pretty much all we know so far. Right. Normally, no one goes to first base, but with uh, Toby Turquist right. there, and no one's going to go on. Probably going to the outfield. Yeah. And go out to left. We had to come in and get his outfielder glove. And we'll see. It's like Colin Jenks coming in. It is going to be Colin Jenks, and he's going to see Blake Eiler. So we'll step away. We'll get the uh, we'll get the uh, statistics on Colin Jenks when we come back here in 30 seconds on Sunday 97.7. Back here at United High School, pitching change for for Nolan Leffler. Colin Jenks is going to dig in. What kind of stats do we have on Colin Jenks broadcast partner Thomas Whitty? Yeah, Colin's on 4.2 innings so far this year. He pitched in three games, started one, uh, 1-0 on the season with a 0 ERA and 6 Ks. Um, so pretty good numbers for Jenks. Looking at those warm-ups like we'll get fastball, curveball, and fastball's got a little bit of zip to it. Uh, big situation here as well with, with Eiler coming about, the best hitter on the Camp Point Central Panthers. 1-0 pitch to Eiler. 2-0 both pitches up in the zone. Runners on first and second. One away here in the top of the sixth inning. United leads by two. Tying run at first base for the Panthers. Tyler is one for three. And takes ball three outside. Being very patient up there. Dylan Dickhut on bay, or excuse me, on deck, and he has been a thorn in the side of the Red Storm all day. Pitch from Jenks is in there for a strike. Spraying around was Blake Aller to to get into the uh, head of Colin James there. Colin wasn't having none of it. 3-1 pitch now with one away. Fouled straight back on a big old cut there by Blake Eiler. Yeah, I think Eiler was trying to take the lead with that swing <laughs> right there. Just fouled it straight back. Trying to put it out there on top of that <laughs> white shed out there up on the roof. It's pretty hard to take one out to center with the wind today. But... Yes, it would. 3-2 pitch. Ground ball. Two, Parkins across the diamond throws it away. Probably should have just ate that one. He was not going to get. He was not going to get Blake Eiler on that one. He was going to beat that out, and he throws it over the head of Turnquist, which, with the height of Turnquist, is his feet. Nice play by by Aiden. Just yep. one he probably should have put in his pocket. Yep. I think I'd give that one an infield single, and then the E6 on the throw scores the run. But yeah, just one of those situations where you make a nice backhand stop, look over, see you got a fast runner in Eiler, and just. Just eat it, leave the bases loaded, and 
uh, still lead by two, but now the lead is one in a first and third situation. And my guess is Isler off for second here at some point and try to get that second run in this point position. Yeah, I think for sure he's out there on the cutout. Not going ooh, just about over Cormac Flynn's head, but he hops up out of his crouch and hauls that in. Missing in the zone up has been uh, Owen Jinks here this entire time on the mound so far. This time gets in the zone, gets the cut to swing and miss. And, of course, it's Dylan Dick Hutt upright with this situation. We've seen him up twice with two RBI singles early in the game. See if he can come through with a third one. Tying on a third. There goes the runner at first. And the ground ball to the second baseman. That's going to score the tying run. Cross and getting the out, but a productive out board for another productive RBI for Dylan Dick Hutt. As coming across on the infield out is going to be Stephen Miller. We're tied at six. Brand-new ball game again. Yeah, and that looked like a huge steal as well because that was a tailor-made two-ball as Dick Hutt hit that one on the screws to the second baseman. Obviously, juggled it a little bit, so probably wouldn't have turned two, but would have been an interesting situation where they could have turned two if they fielded properly. Well, absolutely. I don't, I, think, I don't think Dylan's the fastest guy in the ballpark right. with Dick Hutt, so you had a chance to, to turn two there. And getting a strike on Keaton Dick Hutt. We are tied at six, top of the sixth inning, two away. Lead run at second base for Camp Point Central. Keaton Dickhead, Dick Hutt at the plate. He's over two but has walked. Ground ball between short and third. Knocked down by the third baseman. And now coming to the plate. Here comes the throw. Offline. And the Panthers are going to take the lead. 7-6. Just a little seeing eye single between short and third. And a good heads up base running by Blake Eiler. Good coaching job down there by Coach Tenhouse. He just told him to keep going. Yeah. Two away, why not? Yeah, just another a, a tough play there by, by Brown. Lays out for it, gets the glove on it, but but knocks it around. And then Brown, maybe with the chance there to get him at home, would have took a really nice throw from Brown and uh, not able to come up with it. And now United trails by one. A great answer by the Camp Point Central Panthers to take the lead back. It is 7-6 Camp Point Central. This was... Uh, this was innocently 0-0 through three full. Yeah, we've had some action here in the last three innings. Yeah, we've seen a lot of runs back and forth here over the last couple innings. So uh, we'll see if Jenks can get out of this with just a one-run deficit and get get United back up with uh, two, three, and four coming up for the Red Storm. Good postseason baseball game here at United. Wouldn't expect anything less between these two good ball clubs. It will be Cole Peterson. Two-way runner at first base is Keaton Dickhut. Swung on a miss by Peterson. He has struck out, reached on an error, reached and scored on an error in the fourth, and then a single in the fifth. Now chasing Keaton Dickhut back to first. Colin James. First two runs in this inning, charge to Nolan Lackler. James gets the third run of the inning, with Eiler scoring. Pitch on the way. 0-1 pitch is in for a strike. 0-2. Sweeping pitch there from Colin Jinks. Peterson on the season. The 146. And takes strike three. That's a good great pass. Sequence of pitches there by Colin Jinks to get the third out of the inning. But tough curveball to hit right there. That was a good pitch. That was a nice sequence to hold the whole at bats for uh, against Cole Peterson. Three runs done. <laughs> three runs in. They retake the lead, seven six. Trailing six four. Aaron, the inning they push across three on just three hits. 
They did what well, there was an error in the inning, and the runner left on base. It is 7 6, Camp Point Central leading United as we go to the bottom of the sixth inning here on Sunday 97.7. Accurate United High School getting ready for the bottom of the sixth inning. The United Red Storm took a 6 4 lead with a five run bottom of the fifth, but uh, just like my broadcast partner Thomas Woody said, that's a great answer by the Camp Point Central Panthers getting right back, getting the lead right back from the, from the Red Storm. Yeah, and at the top of their order, getting hit. I mean, Clampett, Miller, and Eiler all with singles there. Um, and then Keaton Dicka with the with the go-ahead RBI single there. Great base running by Eiler to, to take the lead and go up 7-6. to six. We'll see if United can answer right back with their middle of the order. Now 2-3-4 coming up and potentially Blake Eiler's last thing of work here in the sixth. It'll be Drew Brown, Cormac Flynn, and Toby Turnquist. Her ball just inside on Drew Brown. Brown gets ahead in the count one and zero. Yeah, unofficially I've got I've got uh, Eiler at one hundred. That's the one hundred and second pitch foul down the third base line. So you can finish in that bat once you get to the one fifteen mark. Again, that's just yeah. postseason numbers. One hundred five right. in the regular season. And you'd love to see the Red Storm get it to that one fifteen mark in this inning. Not get him even one batter in that seventh. And you'd like to see Drew Brown with a yeah. pitch at bat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, one on one pitch to Brown. Taken for a strike. As uh, similar to Nolan Leffler starting that last inning, I'm sure Coach Tenhouse told Blake Eiler just go out there and throw as many strikes as you can. Don't waste anything. One and two pitch. Brown swings and misses. At the fourth pitch of the at bat for out number one. And like we talked about, Leffler, Coach Boyd wanting him to get through the inning on nine pitches. Right. I'm sure Denhouse would like to get his yep. pitcher through 15 pitches. Yeah. These next two bats are huge. Flynn and Turnquist coming up. If the best hitters on on uh, United's team, we'll see if they can they can come up clutch. If they can manufacture one here, another pitch, first pitch ball to Cormac Flynn. He's had an account. 1-0. He is one for one on the day. Got a sacrifice fly, walk, and singled and scored. Ground ball to the shortstop, high hop, right to the chest of the shortstop, and across the diamond, safe. Cormac Flynn just flying down the line on that, uh, it was about a three or four chopper to the shortstop. That's just that's just getting after it. Yeah, and that, that was well played by Stephen Miller, well, with that shortstop as well, but uh, Flynn's flying down that line. We'll see if they have him moving here as well at first now. Uh, he's at 20 steals on the year, advanced to second today on a, on a pass ball. We'll see if he can get to second with a stolen base. Peterson pretty solid behind the plate, but only throws that runner. It's at a, what did we say, 16% clip. Yep. So. And you get him in scoring position with, with Turnquist and Jenks coming up. First pitch to Turnquist. Driven between short, or between first and second, excuse me, to the right fielder. And stopping at second is going to be Cormac Flynn. Boy, I really thought he was going to get on to third on that one. Yeah, probably the right move, actually. That was a pretty nice throw by the right fielder. Um, but good swing there by Turnquist coming up, looking fastball first pitch. He gets it and smokes it in between first and second. That brings up Colin Jenks, who has taken the mound for United in relief of Nolan Leffler in the middle of that last half inning. Had that big hit in the sixth as well. Swings and misses at the first pitch from Eiler. Tying run at second base. Lead run at first. One away here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Ground ball, little dribbler. That's going to move the runners. And the throw down the right field line. One run is going to score. We'll see if they wave the next one in. Here he comes. They're going to hold up Toby Turnquist at third base. It is tied up on the air by Blake 
Eiler going to first base. He had the out, had time, really, and just uh, kind of chucked it down the line. Yeah, he had the time, just just threw it over the head of the first base and Dicka and could prove costly here for Cam Point Central as that ties the ball game and now second and third that uh, is for Nolan Leffler. Huge. That'll bring up Nolan Leffler with the lead run at third base here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Wow, what a turn of events here. Strike one to Leffler. That looked like just an innocent little dribbler, which would have put, you know, uh, United would have been in good shape second and third with two away, but now it's second and third tied up with one away. And a ball thrown by Heiler, and he's got to be getting close. Probably one or two more batters here, I think. I've got him at 111, unofficially. Unofficially at 111. That's not an official count, but probably pretty darn close. 1-1 pitch. And it gets by the catcher, Peterson. Here comes the runner across it. Red Storm leads the ball game as Turnquist slides across. Eiler didn't even cover the plate there on the uh, wild pitch. Yeah, it looked like he might have slipped coming off the mound and then just couldn't recover and get up. And maybe a shot there if Peterson Peterson got back to it in time. Maybe a shot if, if Eiler was there and the throw was good. But Turnquist comes across and the Red Storm take the lead. Yeah, that's uh, that. I'm not sure that caught any of Peterson's glove or not, but it got back to the backstop in a hurry. Yep. Runner at third now. And a little piece of the baseball by the left, earned fouls and all. Infield in here at all four spots once again. I always love that as a hitter. Just got to hit something hard and, and hope it gets by him. Big run out there for United here with one away. Runner at third. They lead 8-7. Two runs in here in the bottom of the sixth. They need to retake the lead. This is going to be Eiler's last batter, taking for a ball. He is at the 115 mark, but he gets to finish the at-bat. Leffler really choked up on that bat here, too. I mean, I don't know if you can even cover that outside corner with how much he's choked up. <laughs> and a ground ball right back to Eiler. He's going to look the runner at third and nearly throws it away again, but does get the out at first. Nearly throws it over <laughs> the first baseman's head. And, and similar to Toby Turnquist, the first baseman, Keaton Dickhut, that's not a short guy out there. No, Dickhut made a nice play to, to secure that one and secure the base as well. But uh, props to Eiler as well for looking Jenks back, making sure he wasn't going anywhere and then firing across the first base, keeping it a one-run ball game here now. We'll see if Demuth can, can expand the lead. Well, apparently my count must be at least a little off because I'm, I think I've got him 115. Up high to Carter DeMuth, runner third with two away now. So it seems this would probably be his last batter, at least his last inning. Yeah, for sure. At the very least. For sure. One and no count. Small on a miss. Big old hack by Carter DeMuth. Two runs in here. 8-7. United has taken the lead here in the sectional semifinal. Winner plays on Friday for the sectional championship. In the dirt, good That's save by Peterson. Looking ahead here as well, looks like 7-8-9 coming up for Cam Point Central. Um, so you'd like to get them down 1-2-3 and not get it back to that top of the order. Exactly. 2-1 pitch to the move. Taken for a strike, about letter high. Over the heart of the plate, 2-2. Two and two. This would be a huge... Run for United so they can somehow get it in. Fouled away. By Demuth. He's, he's really choking up on that bat as well. Just about out of uh, tape there. Yeah. <laughs> he's literally right up to the top of the tape almost. 
Whatever it takes, right? Whatever yep, it takes. Absolutely. 8-7 United. Bottom of the sixth inning. Two away. 2-2 two, two count on the move. Runner on third. Pitch on the way. In the dirt. Good save by Peterson. That brings the count to full. Hey, you'd love a walk here, too, to get Eiler uh, out of the game, most likely. Yeah, I'm almost, I'm almost certain that 115 is the count. Even at 120, he's got to be, he's got to be there. He was, he was at 100 coming in, unofficially, of course. Pitch on the way, ball four. Yeah, that is going to be, got to be it for Eiler. He's walking off the mound. So that is going to force Coach Tenhouse for Camp Point Central to make a switch. With runners on first and third, we'll get a. Looks like Derek Sargent checking in. Yeah, he's running first base. Already playing in right field for DeMuth, so they'll go ahead and put uh, Sargent in to run for DeMuth. That will be the second time DeMuth has been pinch ran for, so he's out of the ballgame now, but talking bottom of the sixth at this point. Let's see who Camp Point Central will bring in. Looks like it's going to be Stephen Miller. Shortstop moving over. At the plate will be John Smith. We'll take a 30-second break while while uh, uh, Miller gets his warm-up throws in. We'll be back here on Sunday 97.7. United leads Camp Point Central 8-7, bottom of the sixth inning. Back here at United High School, pitching change for the Panthers as Blake Eiler has reached his pitch limit here at the high school level. So that will bring in Stephen Miller. What are we looking at for Stephen Miller, Thomas Woody? Yeah, so Miller's thrown nine in the third inning uh, so far this year, nine uh, nine appearances for him. He's got two saves. The ERA up there a little bit at seven, uh, 7.5. 13 Ks for him in that 9.1 innings. Also nine walks. So uh, just a 51% strike rate and a 40% first hit strike rate. So uh, potentially could be selected here, selected hitting uh, for United if they're able to, to draw some walks. Yeah, doing doing some pregame prep while Miller's getting his throws in here. Doing some pregame prep, I was really surprised that as well as the pitching staff is thrown with a 290 ERA. Their first pitch strike percentage is only 54 as a staff. Well, yeah, and it's, it, it, it's seemingly been Clampett and Eiler for a lot of those innings. So past those two guys, uh, the ERAs are up there. Runners on the corners going at first down to second. No throw is Sargent, who's running for Carter. Sargent already in the ballgame in right field. So he'll stay in the ballgame. So the stolen base, catcher's indifference, however you want to score it. I'm calling it a stolen base. I don't <laughs> believe in that catcher's indifference stuff. Second and As a player, you'll take the stat. <laughs> well, looks good in negotiation. And it hits. It hits Smith. So the second pitch. So that'll load him up. Four hit batters as well for Stephen Miller. Five wild pitches on the year. So uh, we talked about those walks, maybe a little bit wild. Um, and now the nine hitter up. If you can flip it back to the top of the order here. Interesting, interesting decision to go to, to Miller when you've got Keaton Dickett uh, uh, at 18 innings on the season. We figure, and I, we should have checked, actually I should have checked, uh, whether uh, how many pitches Clampett threw. I'm sure he's done or he would have right. been in here by now. Right, I, I would assume so. I mean, with the season on the line, if Clampett had any innings, I'm pretty sure he'd be out there. So uh, we'll see if Miller can get it out there for him. But uh, right now, United looking to add on. Two outs, first pitch to the nine hitter in the order for United, A.J. Jinks is taken for a ball nearly eludes Peterson behind the plate. That would have brought home another run. 8-7 United, bottom of the sixth inning. Swung on a miss by Jinks. That looked like a big velocity change from, from Isla to Miller. Miller more of a, 
uh, just getting it over the plate type of guy where I don't know, getting, the, getting those miles per hour up. Swan on this. Bye. Change. Yeah, I got them all. T- You're absolutely right. The uh, changing of lofties right now, at least through a couple batters, got them all tied up. And he's around the plate, although he did plump Smith. Oh, one-two pitch foul straight back by Jinx. He stays alive. Trying to roll back around to the top of the order here and put a big number up. Be nice for United and call him. Sure, Colin Jinx is like, get me as many as you can. So yeah. <laughs> always good to have those insurance runs that to, to fall back on. Bases loaded. Two away, one-two pitch. Top foul out of play again. Just me. There's been a lot of foul balls today. A lot of foul balls and lots of straight back. Yeah. Well, looking ahead, who'd you say? Well, you got seven, eight, nine for Kent Point Central in the top of the seventh. And so it'd be nice to get one or two more here, just in case you get to the top of that order. Throw over to third, save, scrambling in. You don't see that very often. Pick off play at third on Colin Jane, especially with two out. You yeah. got one, two count on the hitter. Interesting choice. <laughs> That sails. That's a run. You do right. And who knows? <laughs> Get tied up with the runner there. Maybe another runner comes across as well. One-two pitch on the way. This is high for ball two. So far, a going to be a seven-pitch at-bat, barring any other kind of pickoff maneuver. Yeah, good at-bat here from Jinx. Pitch on the way. Fly ball to center. Center fielder ranging over and... We'll make the catch, so that will end the inning. I know the United crowd, a, a really, really good United crowd. Actually, it's yep. a good crowd at the ballpark, period, on both sides. But you heard a big boo from the uh, United crowd there when that was off the bat. In the inning for the United Red Storm, two runs. There were two hits, an error in the inning, a big error in the inning, led to uh, getting that lead run across for United. They'll take a 7-6 lead into the top of the seventh here on Sunday 97.7. Uh, here we go, top of the seventh inning here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. United leading Camp Point Central in this Class 1A sectional semifinal. The winner of this one moves on to Friday. Whoever wins will host a sectional championship game on Friday. They'll take on the winner of Havana and Liberty. We'll try to get a score of that ball game as the postgame show goes along. See what we'll be faced with on Friday for one of these ball clubs. It'll be the 789 men in the order for the Central Panthers, Roman Atkins, Carter Eiler, and Connor Griffin. Atkins is one for two, three stone single and a walk. Eiler is 0 for three with three strikeouts, and Connor Griffin 0 for three with a strikeout in there. New pitcher on the mound for the United Red Storm is Aiden Parkins. What are we looking at with Aiden? Yeah, 15 and a third inning uh, pitch for Aiden Parkins, seven. Appearances, two game starts, two wins. He has two saves as well on for a save situation here. 2.74 ERA, 26 Ks to five walks. Misses the first pitch to Atkins. 1-0 the count. United down to three outs. Fouled straight back by Atkins. Yeah, and that strike percentage as well, the highest on the team at 66%. Often gets ahead with that first pitch at 77%. So um, we see a lot of that here at the bottom of the order. Could be good news for, for the Red Storm. Boy, is it. As a coach, that just saying 77% first strike percentage is glorious. Lead all single, right this great to the center fielder. Going to throw to first and throws over the head. Ooh, boy. If that gets up the line, you have put the tying run on second base. That was a risky throw by yeah. Nolan Wuffler there <laughs> in the outfield in center. Pretty rare to see the center fielder try to throw it out at first. Um, but Ooh. 
a great swing there by Adcox, and he gets left point or can't point central right back, a chance to tire. I think Coach Bullock might have just swallowed his tongue over there on that throw. We might have a pinch hitter here as well. First pitch from, and it gets by the catcher, Cormac Flynn. So down to second base, it's Wilkie. That is uh, Reese Wilkie. Doesn't hardly have any at-bats on the season. Actually, not even on the list of at-bats. So yeah, it looks like a freshman, too. Yeah, boy. Down to second base. Now you could try to bunt him over. Swings and misses. Yeah. So the count, after the wild pitch, gets Adcock down to second base. And interesting, they're not. Definitely a bug situation here. Can't believe they're not pinch running for Adcocks out there at second. And swung on a miss. Boy, Wilkie helped out Parkins on that one because that was above the shoulders. That puts the count at one and two. And I try and go back up there, see if he chases again. And fouled down the first baseline. Bangs off the fence. Just past the United dugout. Yeah, didn't get that one high enough, and Wilkie got a good barrel on it. They hit a foul. Nobody out here running on second. I am uh, not surprised they're not moving the runner to third with a punt. Swung out of this. Now they got into an out situation. That's the fourth or uh, first strikeout for Eiler, or for uh, excuse me, Wilkie. Is Eiler had three strikeouts in the same batting spot in the order. Got him with the curveball there after a couple fastballs up in the zone. Great job by Parkins to bounce back with the strikeout as we get to the nine-hitter Griffin here. Yeah, finally here with one away. I think we're going to pitch runner. Yeah, I I don't know if maybe Coach Tenhouse just didn't really think of it before or if he was waiting for one out. I'm not sure. The pitch runner at second base is going to be Ross Riley. Riley on the season does have five stolen bases. Hasn't been caught yet. So that's a possibility. I can't see anybody uh, having the guts enough to steal third on Cormac Flynn. He throws runners out at second base at a 43% rate. <laughs> Although you did get a better jump at the second. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to try to. I'm not going to test Cormac behind the plate for sure. One yeah. way. Already in scoring position. Top of the order coming up next. I, I will be shocked to see him on the move unless there's a dirt ball. Ooh, boy. Like that one. Nice <laughs> block by Cormac Flynn back there. That, was, that bounced maybe at the plate, maybe in front of the plate even a little bit. Those are the toughest one to get in front of. Ball one to Connor Griffin. On deck is Peyton Clampett. One away. Fouled off down the first base side up over the United dugout. One and one to count now on the nine-hitter Griffin. Tiny run at second base. United leads 8-7 here in the top of the seventh. Aiden Parkins trying to lock it down. Did you say get his uh, third save on the season? It would be his third save, yep. Pitch on the way. Fouled off again. Got a good piece of the heart of the plate. One of the ones when you let it go, you're like, no, no, no. I just tried to reach out and grab it before it gets to the plate. Pretty much identical swings there from Griffin, too, on the last two fastballs. Fouled them both back. See where Parkins goes here, up one and two in the count. Pitch on the way. Ground ball right back to Parkins. Gets by him. The second baseman. Bobbles it. Everybody's safe. First and third. As just not quite getting a handle on it was John Smith at second base. It's just scored by Parkins. He dove to his left to make the play, got under his glove, and the second baseman coming up to make the play couldn't quite get it. That's an error is going to put runners on the corners with one away, and you've got to see Peyton Clampett. 
as Coach Molick having a discussion with the home plate umpire. I don't know if there was any interference on uh, when Smith was coming up to make the play. I didn't see any. I can't remember that I saw any. I don't think so. It never hurts to ask, I suppose. Right. <laughs> Appreciate the effort. Any, any way you can. Be interested to see what they what they do here with Clampett. Clampett is Ten Point Central will probably try to steal second here, but once he gets to second base, I would not be shocked to see an intentional walk. Exactly. So if you're Coach Stenhouse, you don't steal him. Right. That way they've got a pitch to him and fouled at the plate by Clampett. Regardless, regardless, I probably wouldn't throw too many strikes here or good pitches to Clampett and hope he gets himself out on something out of his own. Yeah, he might might get a walk anyway, even with first base occupied. And one of those unintentional, intentional walks. Yep. Got him to chase there on that one, though. Yeah, he did. It's tough for high school kids to throw it to a spot that you just try to get the batter to put it in place somewhere. Right. That, that, that's fine pitching there. Yep. Fine line pitching. 0-1, the count, one away. Pitch to Clampett. Outside, just off the edge. Cormac Flynn tried to frame it up. Yep. It's a really good spot there from Parkins trying to hit that outside corner. Home plate umpire wasn't buying it. 1-1 count to Clampett. One away, runners on the corners. Outside the ball, too. I think uh, I think Parkins is going to stay out there. Yeah. Make Clampett do something he doesn't want to do. We'll see how disciplined Peyton is. 2-1 count, one away, tying run at third. And ball three. Yeah. Same spot. I think about here just putting him on. Well, that puts your lead run at second base. And you got Stephen Miller, yeah. who is one for two, scored a couple times, got a hit, got a walk, sacrifice. Pitch on the way, driven to the right fielder, coming on to make the play and scoring the tying run on the sack fly. Peyton Clampett drives it home. We are tied at eight. Brand new ball game. Great catch there, too, by the right fielder. I think that's, it a, was. that's a freshman out there, uh, Derek Sargent. Uh, that ball had a lot of backspin. It was hit very hard. Off the bat, I thought that was a whole lot of trouble. We are tied at 8-8. With the tying run driven in by Peyton Clampett. Lead run still at first base here with two away. Stephen Miller. Fouling out of play. Yeah, if you keep it here at a tight ball game, you got the top of the order coming up and the bottom of the seventh. With both Eiler and Clampett seemingly not available for, for the bottom of the seventh as well for the Red Storm. So, or for, for the Panthers, excuse me. So, good situation coming for the Red Storm if they can get out of this. 0-1 pitch from Parker. Swung on a miss. Taking second to throw down from... Cormick is a little late. That's a tough pitch to throw on in the dirt. But yeah, it is an 0-2 right count. Yeah, 0-2 count on Miller. But the lead run is now at second base in Connor Griffin. Now the infield has got to knock anything down. Don't let that ball get through. Swung on a miss. Flynn can't find it. Going to try to throw to first. And gets by. Here comes the run to the plate. The lead run is going to score on the drop third strike. Boy, that is just... Tough luck. That is another one of those that maybe you just eat and live to fight another day and try to get Blake Eiler and stay tied. Yeah, for a second there, I thought Turnquist caught it, but unable to come up with the catch. And once again, another situation where where the Camp Point Central Panthers go second to home on a play where it doesn't typically happen. We are tied at eight, inning still. So, no, uh, excuse me, that Camp Point Central's taking the lead. Excuse me, 9-8. to eight. Two runs in here. Runner on first and two away. And now you got Eiler up 
fouled out of play. Now that goes down in the count. It's behind the count 0-1. Camp Point Central with two runs in this top of the seventh. Take the lead, 9-8. What a ball game here this last four innings, folks. This was innocently scoreless through three. <laughs> Swung on a miss by Eiler. This will be a big strikeout for just a big out period <laughs> for United. Eiler's got a double today, double in a run in the third. Ground ball fouled on the third baseline. Yeah, that steal a second by Griffin. Comes back huge. Um, after, before that last at bat, him on second allows him to score from from second on that on that drop third strike. Most likely would not have scored from first. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Didn't score away too look too far. Right. Just enough for heads up base running by Connor Griffin to squeeze uh, just squeeze by the catcher. Up in the zone, one and two. Try to get him to chase. Blake Tyler. Nice starting pitcher for Camp Point Central. He's off the hook. <laughs> He's, He's off, off the hook. <laughs> 2-2, not going, fly ball to right field, coming in, and just falling in front of the right fielder, Let's see if they send it, here comes Tenhouse sending the runner at third, throw to the plate, is not in time, two-run lead for the Camp Point Central Panthers, just, just falls in front of the right fielder, Derek Sargent, and good base running with two outs by Stephen Miller, and he comes all the way around to score. Yeah, that one just a pop-up that, that dropped and good base running there from Miller and able to push another run across. And now United going to have to score two in the bottom of the seventh at least uh, to stick around in this one. Ten to eight, Camp Point Central with three runs here in the top of the seventh. And still a runner in scoring position with two outs for Dylan Dickot. That's going to be a little fly ball to right field and making the catch this time is Sargent coming over. To his right, and the inning is over. But what an inning for the Camp Point Central Panthers! Three runs on two hits. There were a couple of errors in that inning, and one runner left on base. As we go to the bottom of the seventh inning, United needs two runs to keep playing. It is 10-8 Camp Point Central here on Sunday, 97.7. Back here at United High School, three outs to go for United to get ten, or excuse me, two runs to tie the game at ten. They need. Runs to keep playing here. 10 to 8. Camp Point Central with the lead. Stephen Miller back out on the mound for Camp Point Central. It will be the top of the order for United. Aiden Parkins, Drew Brown, and Cormac Flynn. You're going to start a rally, like we said earlier. I'll try to try to give them some luck again. You got to start there. Right, and they got the right guys up to do it. Uh, top of the order came up, I think, the third time through the order in the in the bottom of the fifth and, and started that five run rally that they had. They gave them the lead back, so. Um, if they're going to do it again, it, it's the guys they want up there. Yeah, that's a great point. They sent ten men to the plate with the uh, with this uh, part of the order. They wouldn't need ten men this time around. <laughs> It'll be Aiden Parkins. Oh, that second run there. Or yep. Excuse me, that <laughs> third run there for Camp Point Central looms large. It is easier to steal one run than it is to get two, but it is uh, absolutely doable with this potent United offense. We're going to start it off with Aiden Parkins. First pitch to Parkins is up high. Yeah, with Parkins leading off here, we talked last thing about how Miller uh, struggled to find the zone, the zone at times throughout his, throughout the season, 40% first pitch strike rate, 51% strike rate overall. Um, 
you can get on with the leadoff walk, right? I mean, you can't hit a two-run homer to lead off the inning. So you need to get on at some point here, and Parkins off to a good start, 2-0 count. 2-0 from Miller. And that one catches the inside corner. Taken all the way was Parkins. Good table setter for United all season long. He is one for, or 0 for 3 tonight. He has walked and scored. Fouls off the 2-1 pitch. Well, even the count at 2. That might have been borderline ball three. Yeah, that, was, that was pretty close to that outside corner, but you're right. might have been ball three. We'll add him in a 3-1 count. Down even at 2-2. Bottom of the seventh, 10-8. Camp Point Central trying to hang on here. Swing and a missing. Down for strike three is Parkins. Out number one. United down to two outs now. we got Drew Brown up. Brown has also done a good job of getting on and getting in tonight. He's tripled the score. He's walked and scored. He has struck out, and he's grounded out. But he's another one of those guys that uh, will do whatever it takes to get on base here. Yeah, a little player mound visit here with the best three hitters in United's lineup coming up. Trying to see how you want to work him here. Cormac Flynn on deck. He is two for two. Scored a couple times. He had a three-run homer on Monday. And the drive to center field. It is going to be caught by the center fielder. What a great play by the center fielder for the Camp Point Central Panthers. I think that might be Peyton Clamp, but at least that's who started in center tonight. Yeah, that's Clampett out there. Man, did he cover some ground to go get that one and just laid out and got it with the edge of the glove. That's, that's some sports center stuff right there. We are set up directly behind home plate, and that ball was tailing, 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 and then at the last second, Clampett dove and made a just a fantastic catch. That gets by. That's at least a double, and by the time he gets up and goes, to it, Brown might be standing on third. Yeah, what a grab there, and Camp Point Central now one out away after a phenomenal play by the center fielder, Clampett. Cormick Flynn going to try to get something started. He's two for two. Scored a couple runs, drive to center. That'll start it. That's a base hit right to the center fielder, Clampett. Line drive just to the left and over the head of the shortstop. So the dying run will come to the plate. And I think if you're Coach, you're Coach Mullick, you wouldn't mind having Toby Turnquist up here in a situation that requires a little power. Yeah, Turnquist's been on all five times so far today. I think three for three with two walks. So you'd uh, love a single, but obviously an extra base hit as well would, it would do well here. Turnquist has a home run on the season. 26 uh, runs for we got for RBIs. 18 RBIs. Takes ball one. Outside and a little low on the left-handed hitting Turnquist. Flynn at first base. Tying run at the plate with two away. Toby Turnquist. In the dirt, squirts by the catcher. So down to second goes Corman Flynn. That takes the force out of play. That every little bit helps in a 2-0 Absolutely. count on Turnquist. You've got Colin Jinks on deck if uh, Turnquist, which they've you know, been kind of pitching around all day, and when they haven't pitched around him, he's got a couple singles. And he's something right down the middle here. And a drive right to the second baseman makes the play on one hop over to first, and that is the ball game. The Camp Point Central Panthers will move on to the sectional championship on Friday. So they just a great high school baseball game. 10-8 to eight win over the United Red Storm. What a great season for the Red Storm. 20-3 and three now. 
and Camp Point Central will improve to 12 and 6 and take on the winner of Havana and Liberty, and that will be in Camp Point. That's uh, that's a tough loss for the Red Storm. Back and forth, back and forth, just a roller coaster of emotions for both sides tonight. We'll come back after a couple minute break here, a little bit of the post game show. We'll we'll uh, get some stats here and uh, kind of call tonight from the United High School. You're listening to. High School Baseball on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Your final score, Camp Point Central 10, United 8. We'll be back. Back here at United High School, a happy Camp Point Central ball club leaving the field now, getting into the dugout, being greeted by a, a good group of fans that uh, came up from Camp Point Central. United, great representation from their fans as well. Just a, that's a good place to be tonight. Yeah, heck of a high school ball game back and forth. Uh, we had teams taking leads throughout the 5th, 6th, and 7th inning, so... Um, just a great ball game, and Camp Point Central comes out on top. Yeah, we'll try to uh, sum this up a little bit. <laughs> this thing was uh, it wasn't scoreless. I guess it was uh, it was uh, uh, three to one Camp Point Central going into the bottom of the third inning, and then uh, another run made it four to one Camp Point Central going into the bottom of the fourth, and then United scratches across five runs in the bottom of the fifth inning to take a six to four lead. Camp Point Central comes back with three in the top of the sixth, take a seven six lead. United comes up with three, uh, two runs in the top of the or the bottom of the sixth to take a eight-seven lead, and then uh, two runs, uh, three runs by Camp Point Central in the top of the seventh. I think I got that right. Yep. And that is the ten-eight final. And Camp Point Central will move on to Friday's game. They will host the winner of Havana and Liberty. I haven't seen a score on that one yet. As well, tune into the sports report tomorrow morning. We'll have a full recap of all the action around our area in sectional uh, semifinal games, and uh, we'll, we'll set the stage for Friday for Camp Point Central. Knoxville's playing tonight as well. I think there's some other local teams in action. We'll give you a full report tomorrow morning on the sports report. Uh, final totals for each ball club. Unofficially, 10 runs on 11 hits, one error committed by Camp Point Central, and nine runners left on base. Four United, eight runs on eight hits, six errors by my count in my scorebook, and left 11 runners on. That's tough. Six errors and leaving 11 runners on base. Yeah, and you got to give it to Camp Point Central for capitalizing on a lot of those errors, but still those those errors to start the innings, I think, in the first, the third, and the fourth, um, and even there in the seventh, really, really cost United and uh, got Camp Point Central this win. In basketball, of course, the big stat is points off turnovers, and it's kind of yep. the same situation here in the, in the game of baseball. Absolutely, and, and that's really what uh, Camp Point Central did. you got to give it to them for, for getting the hits when they needed them with two outs. Um, I know uh, Dylan Dickhut came up with a couple of those, but um, as well as Eiler, and, and just really impressed with how the Panthers battled back. This will be the final game of uh, the season and a career for three seniors for United, Drew Brown, also uh, Toby Turnquist, and Carter DeMuth. But uh, I'll tell you what, with three seniors, that brings a whole lot of ball players back next year. Yeah, it definitely does. And, and some of the main guys in the middle of that order coming back as well. But uh, got to give credit to those seniors uh, who just, Put forward a tremendous year, got United to a 20-2 record, and uh, really impressed with how they played all season and today. Yeah, brings uh, actually brings to close a uh, a pretty successful season for for uh, uh, male sports at United this Absolutely. season. The basketball team won the first uh, Lincoln Trail Conference championship in school history. The baseball team uh, won a Lincoln Trail Conference championship for the first time. We got a first regional championship. The football team made uh, tremendous progress this past. Uh, was it spring, I guess, spring football? Yeah, yeah it still feels, feels weird to say, but uh, just a good year for sports all around. Uh, the girls have done a great job as well. The softball team had a nice year. The 
It's a good sport here for United. I know the boys' track and field team is going a little bit later this week, I think on Friday, to the sectionals. They've got Bridget Brokaw that's headed to the state finals this this uh, weekend. Just a lot of good things happening out here at the U, as Chris Dennis would yeah. call it. Yeah, just a great year and obviously a great senior class as well and hopefully continues to go on with, with good classes behind them as well. So love to see the success and, and hoping for more of it in the future. Yeah, Coach Mullick, is, uh, he's building a pretty good program out here. Absolutely, absolutely. 20-2 and two and, and, like I said, hopefully building on it going into next year. He will be, uh, by my count, Two wins short going into next season of uh, the all-time coaching record at United, as Rick Johnson holds that right now at 94. Coach Mullen got his 92nd win on Monday night, so uh, something we'll keep track of as next season goes along. Well, that's going to bring a, an end to our our uh, United baseball coverage for this season. Uh, it's been uh, it's been fun covering this ball club, and they're going to end with a 20 and three record. I'm Sean Temple for Thomas Woody, and thanks to Kelsey Crane for producing tonight's ball game. Your final score, the Camp Point Central Panthers 8, United Red Storm, or excuse me, 10, Camp Point Central 10, United Red Storm 8, as Camp Point Central moves on to Friday night sectional championship. Folks, have a great night.